Welcome back to Kind of Funny Star Wars in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the Star Wars Cinematic Universe. I'm Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. That's Kevin Coelho. We got Nick Scarpino rounding out the group over there. We got Big B Money on the the ones and twos back there. Yeah, what up? Kill it if you have to. It's a good line. That's a really good line. A lot of good lines. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, This show is live every week. On Tuesdays at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. You can watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny, roosterteeth.com, or you can listen to it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews. Uh, if you want to get the show ad free or be a Patreon producer like our boy Al Tribesman. Boy. He's going back for season eight, did you hear? He got picked up. Did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. But it's it's yeah. on the CW, though. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Though. I like the CW. They got okay, a lot of good yeah. altruisman. You can go to patreon.com. <laughs> got a lot of good altruisman. Uh, you can also write your haikus in review form. No, reviews in haiku form uh, by going to Patreon as well. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was, even figure like. it out, guys. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. A haiku, yeah, like a haiku in yeah. review form. You have to review the movie. Like, yeah. it's, it's a, as a haiku. It works yeah. both ways. I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyways, today we are talking about Star Wars episode. Episode 8, The Last Jedi, released December 15th, 2017, directed by Ryan Johnson. That's Ryan with an I and an mm-hmm. A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone always thought it was Ryan. Yeah, because it looks Ryan. like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just Ryan. He was like, guys, I'm not that bougie. It's I want to go watch Ryan. Knives Out. Dude, cool. I really it's should. Like it's it. really fun. Yeah. I was so excited. With, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no, I just I've saw reviews. It. People said it was really good. It's, it's really fun. And yeah. if you like Ryan Johnson's like mystery kind of stuff... It's so good. It reminds me so much of another movie that I always talk about called Brothers Blooms that he did. Mm-hmm. Ryan Blooms. Johnson is best known for writing and directing the neo-noir mystery film Brick in 2005, Great the comedy movie. drama film The Brothers Bloom in 2008, the science fiction thriller film Looper Weird in knows. 2012. Better, better than Arrival, I hear. Uh, then The Last Jedi, Absolutely and then not. Knives Out most recently. Um, he's also notable, notable for directing three episodes of Breaking Bad. Hell yeah. Fly, 51, and Mandius. The best mm-hmm. episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, Ozymandias is one of the best episodes of all time which one was that show. one uh, the, well, I remember the fly that was the one where he was just the in very, the very, hole very, very well that's the thing oh, okay. so, so I posted some really cool like things I was noticing while I was doing my Breaking Bad uh, rewatch and the fly is you know a pretty polarizing episode because not a whole lot happens in it but there's a lot he of really great fly character down for development an hour and it's it's amazing and so like so yeah so, <laughs> so, very tediously amazing so I I, I, I can't tell if I he actually likes this, the oh, fly I, I love I clipped out this little part that's really really cool there's this awesome shot and how they like Walter White is like trying to reach for this fly and then he jumps hits this like container hits the ground it's clearly a stuntman but they have this really awesome like shot where it zooms in it shows everything happened he hits the thing he hits the ground and then it dollies up to him and it's it's actually Brian Cranston but they have like a really cool cut that's really hard to notice where they actually switch yeah. out it's really like masterfully done oh you mean he didn't just fall and then he pops up on the other side no, of the no, no. <laughs> and then so I so I tweeted out I, I I put this on Instagram and I was like directed by Ryan Johnson this episode pretty polarizing I, I don't really love the episode but it's it's still like well made a lot of people were like, oh, quit being a hater. And I was like, guys, that, not everything has to go back to The Last Jedi. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> not everything has to go back to it's The Last Jedi. It's just a fat Let the past fucking die, everybody. Uh, budget of $317 million. Box office of $1.333 billion, making it the 13th highest grossing movie of all time. A runtime of two hours and 35 minutes, making it the longest Star Wars movie thus far. Um... A little may the facts be with you. I thought this was interesting. The last Jedi's code name was Space Bear. Mm-hmm. Space Bear. Space Bear. Space Bear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have there any of them been called Laser Sword? Because if I ever direct 
a Star Wars movie if they ever if Disney completely has no idea who I am and has never watched a single podcast I've ever been on or seen a single tweet or Instagram story. Yeah. And they just go, This is, seems like a guy that we should this get guy. behind right. and they let me direct one, I'm like codename Laser Sword. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they would let That's you do cool that. Code. Or it's a little on the nose. Laser Bear. Uh, oh. How about bear sword swords? Hands. Sword hands. Edward, Edward hands. Bring him back. Claw hands. <laughs> bring him fucking back. Um, and then I just thought this was hilarious because uh, I use this website fascinate.com to get a lot of the, the Don't the spoil facts. the magic for people. Uh, they, they like to think that you I know, did I, investigative journalism for all of these no, things. I, I go to a yeah. bunch of different sites. Is it spelled but this that is, way? This is one of them. Yes. How do you spell it? I don't uh, know, it's, actually. It's, <laughs> Fuck Eddie, it's, why you? Why the fuck y'all calling me out here? Okay. <laughs> well, because it's spelled here F A C I N A T E, and it's F A S C I. Vaccinate. There's no Could like. Be. Yeah, maybe Ooh. that's what I'm saying. It's vaccinate.com. Vaccinate. I like that. I don't know. Guys. It's like ratings without Here's, the. A. It doesn't yes, matter. Yes. Yes. Here's what I do know, though. Yeah. Johnson had a lot of homework to do when preparing to direct The Last Jedi. He used three movies in particular to inspire the direction he took for the film. 12 O'Clock High for the aerial combat scenes, Three Outlaw Samurai for the sword fighting, and To Catch a Thief for the scale and grandeur. Some fans feel that a few Star Wars films should have been on that list. <laughs> yeah, this is the website. I, think, I feel like, like he's editorializing, editorializing with that. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. I was like, "Damn, damn." <laughs> um, but anyways, Salty. before before we get into the plot and all the other stuff, let's go around the table. What did we think of the Last Jedi, Andy? Uh, I I like this movie every time. I like this movie more every time I watch it. Uh, I still think it has a lot of weird moments that just kind of make me go, uh, I wish they wouldn't have done that. But I've I've always been of the mind that I it's possible to not love this movie and not but those reasons not being lore related. So I've never when we first watched it, I never had a problem with what he did with the lore, what he did with the Star Wars universe. It was just more of that's the a actual weird thing. That's a weird line. Him. That directing is kind of weird. Uh that's editing is kind of off. This pacing is is you know awkward. I, it was more of like just filmmaking aspects of it. Um, but I I seem to like the movie every more and more every time I watch it, and uh, and I was pleasantly surprised when I watched it again last night. Okay. Uh, so I got to watch this movie early when it came out, and Show like uh, f- you know, I f- it gave me hives because I couldn't talk about it, which is the first time I've ever had hives. Uh, just because I had so not many... Not the last, though. <laughs> not the last. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, you know? Uh, but, like, no, it was one of these things where, like, I felt like I needed to talk to someone, specifically, like, my friends, and I couldn't because you guys hadn't seen it you yet. You needed a support group. Yeah. Real quick, though, I, I just... I always thought... You getting hives is like a just a figurative. No, no, I had like a rash <laughs> under my like r- right. There was just a lot of sweat there. They cured it with the same thing they cure crabs with. It was. I guess I'll make fun of it, but like this is was a really weird experience for me, <laughs> where it's like legitimately for four days I like was stressing about it because I wanted to talk to anyone because all the people that I went to watch at the screen were like not Star Wars diehard fans that were like, oh yeah, this is interesting. And I just want to say that, like, this movie has a lot of really cool moments that are awesome. It even has some cool story moments that I like. That being said, it also has a lot of moments that I think hurt the lore of Star Wars, where it's like these decisions aren't good for, like, the fact that there's another movie coming out after it, you know? Uh, I'm. It, it's one of the prettiest Star Wars movies, I think. I'd say yeah. the prettiest. That, yeah. that this and Rogue One, I feel yeah. like there's it's there's moments. In yeah, each. 
that make make that hard for me to like distinctly say. The, the yeah. only reason I say this well, one is because I think this one does the thing that uh, Control does, the video game Control, where there's like these really big moments, and I think they do awesome stuff with color in this movie a lot. Oh, and yeah. Rogue yeah. One just kind of felt like a bland palette, mm. uh, even though it was shot beautifully. I feel like the colors are a little bit more muted. This one has a little bit more like pop yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean the throne I, the throne room alone is is yeah. so visually interesting. Where you're like, it's simple. They just put a lot of red behind them, but it's so strikingly cool. And I it's such an interesting the choice of when red it starts in to general red, yeah. in this movie. I think even like later with Crate, it's like it. it I like that. I yeah. like the, the the stark white and just like this things yeah. of red, especially when Luke looks like he blows up. He looks like he blows up. Awesome. So oh, back to Kevin, yeah. sorry. Um, I just want to say that like one of the things that was unfortunate. I watched this on Netflix, and it, the quality of it is just not great. Mm-hmm. There's a moment I recorded in the first like ten minutes where. The aspect ratio shifts a little bit, and it's just like, really, I, yeah, it's so weird. So, I can't wait to rewatch I, I, on yeah, Disney Plus. That's the thing. I <laughs> am excited to watch it on Disney Plus. End of the with, month. Yeah, really close. I wish we would. Uh, yeah. I'd watch it that way. Yeah. Yeah. 4K magic, Nick. Uh, watching it again, I think I enjoyed it a lot more than the first time, and I think that's largely because a lot of the elements of that were shocking to me the first time I already knew were coming. So what was cool is I actually was able to focus a little bit more on the story and some of the thematic elements that they're exploring. And I, I came to the conclusion that this movie is one of, the, it's probably the most interesting Star Wars film that's ever been made because they explore a lot of ideas that they just don't, that they haven't done so far. And a lot of the unique themes, uh, themes of like, hey, they're, you know, up to this point we've been told there's a light and a dark and that's it, binary. You're either good or bad. And this is the first Star Wars that's really like, hey, what if we were just not either of those? Things? Why don't we shed those things? Those are our parents' things. Why don't we just move forward with this new thing that could be in the middle, gray, right? I mean, even her choice of costume in this whole movie, she's in gray. You don't know if she's going to go light or dark, and maybe it doesn't matter. Our that parents stuff... listen to the Beatles and Black Sabbath, but what if we listen to Billie Eilish? You exactly. Know I mean? <laughs> you know? but like, and that's really, really cool. And I think that's really, really interesting, and, and I, I, I really applaud Ryan Johnson for, for exploring that stuff because I think that there's – how many times can we see good versus evil? Why not just have a little bit of like, hey, there's – and, and also they, they push they talk about you know the military industrial complex and how you know even though this this resistance is good they're still funding like they're still buying these ships and funding these bad people in existence so who's really winning this war is it the first order the resistance or these the people who are just balling out on Canto uh, uh, bite bite. Uh, And those are really, really interesting ideas. And so if you just see the movie from just the thematic standpoint, I think it's brilliant. Unfortunately, I think all that stuff gets really, really overshadowed by just the sheer, utter stupidity of the plot of this film. And And I can't emphasize that enough Is in that I there are moments where I'm like, oh, wow, I really misjudged this. And then something happens and you go, why? Why would anyone in any circumstance, choose to do this thing. Yeah. And it just is so fucking heartbreaking for me. Because if he, if Ryan Johnson had just gotten out of his own way and just written a slightly more straightforward Star Wars story with these thematic elements, I think it would have been the best Star Wars film ever made. I like I, that it's not cookie cutter. Right, like it's. I, I don't think it's as. I don't think it's as cookie cutter as other Star Wars movies have been. I feel like right? it is when you really break yeah. it down. The, so, 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 so. Yeah. I think the plot of it is very cookie cutter, and I think it's it's. I think it, what he did, and I'm totally spitballing here, was he had these really deep cerebral ideas that he wanted to explore, and he just needed to get the characters into those situations. That is to exactly talk about what him. it feels like. Where it's just like he's like, okay, we have this this sandbox that Force Awakens left us with. Right. How do Which, I? Which, by uh, the way, was was kind of looking not at not worry about that. Watching and Force just Awakens, force these things into this. Watching Force Awakens and then watching this, it is like, wow, we made a generic action film and a fucking indie Star Wars movie. And like, man, see, I feel, I feel so like, like so but, much of that stuff is just like, 
surface level. Uh, well, what I mean by that is where it's like it doesn't really feel that way. No, no, no. But 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 with the Force Awakens, sorry, let me let me not misspeak here. The Force Awakens is a very like store bought Star Wars film. It's 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 generic as it comes. It's a rehashing it's of everything. By numbers, it's paint by numbers, and it's beautifully done. And I fucking love it. Don't get me wrong. This movie, I do give Ryan Johnson a lot more credit than I initially gave him with the shock of some of the elements of this movie that I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, that all being aside, I'm like, wow, you actually. Try to do something different here. Like you, you took, you looked at what J.J. Abrams did, who was mirroring what Spielberg's done in the past and what Lucas has done in the past. And you said, "Why don't we try and push this forward into an era where it is 2019 or 2018 when this movie came out? 17, 17, and people <laughs> are more culturally aware, and people are a little bit less. Uh, we, we, I think, audiences can be a little smarter than just to think everything has to be binary good versus evil. It reminds me of Death Stranding. Like, you know, I think it takes a lot of weird risks, and I don't think all of them are for the better of the movie, but I still applaud Definitely. The, the idea that you can do some weird shit with Star Wars that will make, that will kind of, like, ultimately def- divide a fan base in some ways, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting. Well, my thing, though, is, like, doing something different. Go from A New Hope to Empire. Like, to me, it's like, that's doing something different and going into these themes, and there's so much uh, ideas of the dark and light and Luke running away and all that stuff. It's like, I feel like that's, better explored in those movies, and this isn't that different. It does feel kind Mm -hmm. of cookie-cutter again of doing something different, but I feel personally that I'm just not satisfied with a lot of the decisions. I agree completely with what you were saying, where every time I I watch this, and especially this time, I appreciate it more because I'm not as like taken aback by the decisions being Mm -hmm. made, and there are so many elements of this that are fantastic. The first 10 minutes of this movie, like literally Mm -hmm. right up until the shot of her catching the the thing, to the, the detonator, are pitch perfect to me. Mm, where I, I, I yeah, absolutely, really? I love the X-Wing going you up. You like the, the call where he calls I, him? Yeah, I him? hate the call. You like that part? I, oh, I like I, it. I, I love it yeah. with the exception I of... I think that it fucks up the tone of that scene. I take but back we'll the pitch perfect it. by one line with the your mama joke. Like, Otherwise, I like it because I like the idea that the First Order are playing make-believe. Like, they are like little kids that heard the legends of the Empire and are just like, oh, we gotta do, we're going to do it too. And it's, it's very, it's the hot topicization mm. of it See, all. I- but, but my problem is watching this, it's, I had the moment you had where it's like every moment I'm like, oh man, I was wrong. Something will happen. I'm like, ha. Yeah. And I, it yeah. sucks because <laughs> the themes are so good. I just feel like they don't end in satisfying ways. I, and I think the big, the bigger sin for me, though, is that we are exploring this. We are saying, hey, but we literally have a character who is a bad guy who in a sympathetic moment goes, no, don't do what you've always done, Ray. We have an opportunity here to, to burn the past down and forge ahead in this brand new, crazy, brave new direction. Come with me. And she goes, no. And we end this movie exactly where we started. And that is I, that I is so sad to me that I'm like, you had the balls to explore these ideas, but you didn't have the fucking balls to take Ray Ray is Luke Skywalker again. She's literally where he was at the end of Empire Strikes Back. And I'm like, why would you set all this stuff up if you weren't gonna follow through and push forward to a brand new like now we're just gonna get Return of the Jedi? And it's like, that's not bad. Again, none of this is necessarily bad. We're still talking about Star Wars, and I enjoyed this movie on the second watching. But I'm just like, mm, you had an opportunity and you just didn't push I it. I feel like enough. this is a good movie and it's even a good Star Wars movie. But I do think that it. I don't like it and the reasons I have so many issues with it is that it is not a standalone thing. It's not a Star Wars story. It's not an anthology. It is episode eight yeah. that is in between not only episode seven and nine but also part of the Skywalker saga. And it feels like – we'll see with episode nine. Sorry, I, I want nothing more than to just have had one director – 
the through, whole through time. It's so man. cool. It's so so sad uh, that we we won't know what that could have been. I, I just I just want to add that like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, the story is, is so like unique, but I I also feel like it borrows a lot from from Empire and Return of the Jedi, where like the 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 last uh, the the throne room scene reminds me so much of the throne room scene in uh, Return of the Jedi, where it's like. At the end, like it goes a different route. It's it, you know, if Vader had earlier on chose to fight against Sidious, mm. but like at the end, we still get that moment where like she's watching her friends get destroyed, and and Kylo's like, let him, you know, like th- th- that's done, like let that go. And it's it reminds me so much of Anakin having the moment where he's like, no, they're all fucked, they're dead, you know, they're gonna die. And it's like I just wish they had Luke? the balls. Yeah, with well, Luke, sorry. Where uh, I wish they had. Like I wish they had made the decision to have um, uh, Ray go with Kylo, because that would have been interesting. And I don't think that like I think that it becomes very formulated when she's like, "No, yeah. we're gonna go." This lightsaber explodes. He gets knocked out, and she has enough time to leave. Like that's just so. Like if it wanted to make something different, I wish it had gone all the way. And that's what I, I'm yeah. talking about with the satisfying thing. Yeah. I know a lot of people critique our criticisms and, and say like, oh, well, like you can just make the movie or like it, they're mad that the movie didn't do exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm mad that it didn't do what I wanted. It is what it did. I didn't like mm-hmm. the, the end point for the characters yeah. and for the story. Yeah, I think I like, I, I think I like a lot more stuff in here than I gave this movie credit for, mm-hmm. um, which is, it makes it even so much more heartbreaking yeah. to me because I'm, I'm watching this going, fuck, there's actually, now that the emotion are out of it now that my you know I, I, I the shock of of like some of the interesting choices here have worn off i'm like there really is a lot of beautiful things about this movie um but then there are just some moments where i'm like what the yeah well, Literal kind of fuck of real, real quick just one last thing like for me there are two three characters that are like broken and like i wish that they had done different things we have uh rose just overall i did not enjoy her character and like there's so many lines that she does and her conclusion or her story is or not conclusion but like where her story ends I'm always like okay that's that's an interesting route you guys chose and then also Holden where Holdo Holdo Hordor (laughs) where it's just like I, I feel like a lot of the problems were caused because she wouldn't talk to the uh, you know the team about what the decision she was making and I feel like there's no reason to keep that a secret yeah, it you feels know? very movie. Very, very movie. Yeah. And also, then the Poe last and Finn one, are kind of like the reasons why almost everything. Well, I mean, <laughs> but it, it's it's all start stems from Holdo uh, not telling them what the plan is. Because had she just told them, they would have gotten there, they would have escaped, and it would have been perfectly fine. Uh, and then Luke, uh, a lot of decisions Luke make, I don't think ring tr- uh, true to the like the character that we've known from episodes four to six, where it's like him giving up on Kylo so quickly, and then turning his back and leaving and just being like, I'm out of the fight, guys, doesn't, to me, doesn't sound like, or I, I, that's, it's crazy to me that that's what the character of Luke Skywalker chose. Yoda did the same thing, though. Right? Like, yeah, but Yoda, Yoda, Yoda was no, part he of was the hiding Jedi thing after Council. Everyone got, around him got massacred. <laughs> he was but not, like, shit, but I'm he on was the run. also, like, when the moment came. And also, for, we don't like that idea either. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same. No, we yeah, don't yeah, like no. how you want to like But I that think either. that when the moment came for Yoda to either help or not help, at the end, Yoda decides to be like, okay, I will train you. You know, like Yoda. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Yoda came out of hiding because of Luke, because yeah. Luke was there. And when the student 
showed himself the master appears, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever the old saying is, I just slaughtered that. Sorry, but <laughs> uh, when the student is ready, the master will appear, right? And so, and that's what that was. That's With this cool one, thing. it is an interesting. I don't mind that Luke receded, and I honestly think the reason why he did was very, very interesting. It's a, again a, a touch, a couple of the logistical elements of how they chose to direct some of these scenes that I think, if they had had a slightly lighter touch, would have gone a longer way to me being like, "Wow, this is a heartbreakingly interesting story arc for this character." Mm-hmm. Him really tossing the lightsaber is a <laughs> really big fuck you into the face of anyone who appreciates this character it's basically saying like hey you're a, a star wars fan of old fuck you this is not for you anymore and it's like why it would you do that you, man. why would you have to do that why i get that you're done with this drop it yeah zanily tossing it over wing like where oh but there's I a mean, banana peel you fall on the floor why give it back to her or just let or even a, a touch like a, a, a nice shot of it just falling to the ground and him walking away would have been fine i would have been fine with that but him throwing it over and then just becoming this weird bu- island bum is is there were just is just a lot of dumb choices that could have actually been fixed in the editing and I would have been totally fine yeah. with this. I I think that that lightsaber scene is so important too because it's like this is Anakin's lightsaber, you know, like this is the lightsaber of the dude that you saved, like it and I I just feel like that did not fit uh, like a lightsaber you haven't seen since your arm got cut off and that moment that you found out that this guy was your father, like it just that scene makes. No sense to me. And it, yeah. and, but, but I mean, I, and I understand what Ryan was going for. He was like, I want to you know, make my own Star Wars film. And you see that in that, you know, when we end The Force Awakens, she finds this godlike being, this master all in white, standing on a hilltop, and she hands him the lightsaber. And the expectation is this guy's going to train her, right? Uh, and I think Ryan wanted to do something deeper with it. And you notice that immediately, which is weird as fuck, he goes and changes into a dark outfit. And like all the costume designs in this are very, very indicative of where the characters are at, like like uh, emotionally speaking. Yeah. And Kyla so he, was shirtless, like oh fucking yeah. That's That's a. Good scene. That was That's a good choice scene. too. But anyway, we should get yeah. into the plot. Yes. Go for it. It's time for Nick to say the plot. Will there be a lot of sexual innuendos? I hope not. Well, you're gonna be wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Star Wars episode eight, the last Jedi. This scroll, Snoke. Has decimated the peaceful republic the and crawl. What? The the scroll. The crawl. Yeah, it's crawl. crawl. We call it crawl. We call it the crawl. I call I call it everyone bro. calls it the everyone, crawl. Like you call me out when I say scroll. It's, it's, it's a crawl. Scroll, scrolling bro. text. It's scrolling text it's across crawl. the screen. But I feel like it's, it's like crawl. widely called the crawl. A crawl yeah. is something you do. <laughs> it's okay. When you, it's when fine. You need a <laughs> no, no, let's just move on. Hey, let's man, keep yeah. going. Snoke has decimated. Let's argue about that. I really don't care. I don't care what it's called. The text on screen. Snoke has decimated the peaceful republic and now is now taking over the galaxy only. General Leia's band of resistance can fight them, but they need Luke Skywalker to come back and help out with a little bit of the old hope. Hope. Yeah. Very big theme. A new new hope. That Sparks new, new. and hopes and fires. That old hope. But the resistance has been exposed more than Leia on Jabba's pip yacht, so now they got to bounce post-haste. <laughs> Down on the surface of, do we say Dakar? Is that how we say this planet's name? We'll say that. Yeah. Uh, the peace there resistance scrambles to evacuate. Too late, motherfuckers. The first order is here. And I love that shot. And by the way, I think that's Carrie Fisher's daughter, right? Yes. It is. She the looks Lord up and she goes, fuck, smart. it's too late. And it just goes, Whoa. You see him like you yeah. hear the pop yeah. of the Star Destroyers coming in overhead, which doesn't make any sense because you wouldn't hear it, but I fucking no, love but that like, sound design. I love hearing space sounds yeah. in space. <laughs> oh, I know it's best. not possible it's but it's so good that's so rad uh up in space general hux uh, orders the dreadnought to blow up the base but he's interrupted when a lone x-wing fighter squares off against them and that fighter 
ladies and gentlemen, is no other, none other than Poe Dameron How fucking and his trusty hype. droid. What a great BB-8. shot, man. So you, cool. When you see the X-Wing coming up against the Dreadnought, you're like, oh. And I'm going to say this. Crazy. This is something I didn't notice before playing Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> but now that I have all the skins for my ship, I want to give a shout out to Poe for making his X-Wing uh, black with like an orange stripe down it. So cool. It's, so I, cool. It doesn't make any it's sense. One, it makes it faster. It's fucking cool, rad. Yeah, orange stripes make everything faster. We know that. Uh, Poe and BB-8 prank call General Hux to buy time for Leia and her daughter to get off the planet. And this scene goes on for a really long time. And General Hux, uh, tells, <laughs> General, General Hux's first in command tells him that he's being tooled with. So they open fire. He's like, I, I love think he's it. tooling with you. I so. love this. I, I, I love it too. Yeah. I think it's really strong character choices. And like I think that with the exception of the mama thing, it's like I like the story choices they make with it because it, it really sets where Poe is and where the the whole first story I, is. The only reason I don't like this is because they pushed General Hux's character into a very slapsticky. Yeah. Uh, I feel he was that in, in uh, was, Force Awakens as well, where it's like he's this character, this Hitler character. He's a caricature, yeah. Where he's no, just like, I, I am think, evil and I'm going to say evil things. I think he was, in the in, in the Force Awakens, I think they were a little more subtle with him being this insecure, younger, in-command character who's mm. trying desperately to like exude confidence while we all know he's just very insecure. In this one, he's the butt of a joke the entire time. And he doesn't. It's it's sad because it may it takes him, in my opinion, from being a slightly more three dimensional character to just being this flat like but like dumb caricature. And I don't. I just. I, I just feel like tonally that doesn't work for it. Like you have I, to. He's not scary anymore. Now I, he's just silly. Now he's just Rick Moranis from Spaceballs. And it's like that would work in a comedy, but this isn't a comedy. This is Star Wars. I I do think that like th- all that was necessary to have the moment later where uh, Snoke is dead. And we have that for that like moment of power, like f- like them fighting for the power, and him losing and cowarding so immediately. But you know? I but I think that moment would have been more powerful if you actually believed in any way, shape, or form that General Hux was would have been capable of uh, seizing control from Kylo. The second Snoke dies, you're like, yeah, Kylo's gonna kill him because General Hux is this absurd character. Well, there's the shot of stupid. Kylo knocked out and he almost fucking shoots. Yeah, he goes for the blast. I, I love Hux yeah. in this movie. That's the thing. I if think he was I think a more a extra. I think if he was a more serious character, he would have gone for the blaster faster and like Kylo would have been dead. It was a cool rhyme. Yeah. I also like that uh, with the subtitles on, uh, He's. I, I realized that he's call, he calls him Hugs. Like yeah. H-U-G-S. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. And, uh, <laughs> and then again, while I really liked that touch of comedy at the very, very beginning of Force Awakens, I thought the reason why that worked was because it, it did really work to break the tension of that scene, and it was only one line. Who talks first? Do I talk first? Who yeah. talk first? And it was improvised, and you felt it. This, I feel like he was like, let's do that again, and it just it went on for a bit too long for my liking, but, you know, it didn't go on. Poe? Puts it into high gear and start and starts taking out the surface cans. I like this. I like the shot where he's like, so "Fuck cool. it," and just revs it and gets catapulted Dude. back into yeah. his seat. And, and I, I really think cool. that uh, uh, who's the actor for Hux? Uh, Dom Hill Gleason. Dom Hill Gleason. Yeah, he does a great job of emoting with his face, and you see that you see the immediate sort of worry and concern when he sees Poe taking out all these surface cans because he immediately is like. What the fuck is this little X-wing gonna yeah. do to us? Like, are you kidding me? Take it out. It's gonna be super easy. Well, also, and he sees Poe expertly maneuvering around the surface, and he's like, "Oh my god, holy fuck!" Like, but I but get also, this shit like, control. yelling at his team to be like, "Dude, shoot this guy down." And he's like, yeah. "He's too fucking small for us to actually." Hit I, also, with this. I also saw a tweet that I want to call out that uh, I, I guess one of the color compositors or one of the guys who helped out. He's like part of Ryan Johnson's team. I, I, I'm totally doing a disservice and just making him seem like some random dude. But uh, th- they mentioned that. They make the interior of the Dreadnought red to make it look like a submarine yeah. and to differentiate the two ships. They did uh, that with a really a, cool touch. They did that with a hunt for October. 
one of the reasons why when John McTiernan directed that, he was like, how do we distinguish between three? Because at one point there's three submarines and they all look exactly the same. And so he, his, his DP was like, well, if we make the hunt for October red, obviously, then we'll make the other ship, the American ship blue. And then the other ship that's hunting them will be like green. And then it really, I mean, and it's weird. Yeah. It's just a touch of light behind it, but you get immediately yeah, from that light. Your subconscious goes, I know what ship I'm on. So yeah. it's that's a really bad. cool concept. Yeah. Um, and obviously the Empire being red is just fucking cool. Uh, Poe puts in high gear. Uh, he gets, unfortunately, he takes out all the cannons but one, or takes out all the we- cans but one weapon. Uh, and he's like, shit, I gotta take this thing out. But his weapons get blasted. He goes, BBA, go do your thing. And BBA goes down and starts plugging holes in the circuit board. And when that doesn't work, he just go- rams his head into it, which I think is kind of indicative for how this movie, uh, how Ryan Johnson approached <laughs> this movie. But we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, the last ship, let's see, uh, BBA plugs all of them. They take out that weapon. And then he orders, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. The last ship leaves the surface, so Leia goes, hey, Poe, we're good. Stand down and return to the fleet. But Poe decides to disobey. He's like, we have an opportunity to take a dreadnought out here. This thing's a fleet killer. We can't pass this up. And then General Leia goes, nope, come back. And he goes, I'm just going to toggle this little button off. And then apparently everyone in the fleet listens to Commander Poe Dameron, not General Leia Organa, because apparently she can't just call the bombers herself and say, get back here and let him die. So they all come in, uh, which is a cool scene. We see all of these incredibly slow-moving bombers uh, start coming in. And one by one, because, again, they're incredibly slow-moving, they get just fucking decimated. It, it's not one by one. It's one, like all together. Yeah. One of them yeah. gets decimated, <laughs> and it like starts a chain reaction, which looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Looks really cool with the hue lights. It was dope. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. If I were the person that was in charge of buying the bombers, you have to imagine that the person that sold them these bombers was like, listen, I know you like Y-Wings. Everyone, everyone gets Y-Wings. But what about this incredibly slow-moving bomber? <laughs> How would you feel about it? the Y wings? Fly fast. They fly fast. They're pretty. <laughs> they're really effective. But what about these bombers? They can hear You'll it. catch them off guard. Yeah, <laughs> they won't. They won't they're, Very they move, slowly. They're just like fucking Drax. They move so slow. <laughs> you can't see them coming. And I also love that, you know this movie does a lot of weird stuff with you know what we expect gravity and and physics to be like. But, you know, the bombs just sort of go downwards, which yeah. you imagine totally, there's some sort of propulsion. I totally think it's fine. Like, none I, of this shit bothers me. Like the, yeah, the yeah, bombers moving slow and all that stuff. It's like, the only right, thing fine. that bothers me is later down the line where the medical frigate goes offline and it loses speed like that. And it starts it, to it list. Yeah, I don't mind the direction of the stuff. I think this scene's uh, the scene's interesting. But I do question, like, why would they like we've never seen one of these ships before. And I think we saw Y wings in the prior movie. Like, why wouldn't they just. Anyway, I love the technology oh, though. It's really, really coolly shot and interestingly made. Where it's just rows. Of yeah, th- I think that's so it, fucking badass. I, when we get the ball. shot of Poe doing the fucking U-turn, yeah, that might be the coolest thing I've ever seen in a ship. Yeah. And then he takes two combat. Tie Fighters out. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I, what I think is interesting is why would they shoot the base that's clearly evacuating when they must be able to see the the fleet? This is a fleet killing ship. Why not shoot the fleet? You would also assume there might be some level of intelligence on that base that would be worth mining, like maybe where all their other bases are. I digress. Uh, there's one bomber left, and Poe's like, "You got What are you doing? You got to get. You're the last bomber left." And all of them are dead except for the one woman on it, who is, uh, I think, the gunner. And she goes up. She tries to grab the little garage remote control, but she can't. And she falls off, and then she kicks the thing a bunch of times. And in a very dramatic moment, catches it as it falls and launches all the bombs. And this one bomber takes out something the size of an entire city which is very impressive. Why do they keep making these ships where it's like, hey, man, that's going to be the weak point, you know? Yeah. That's where we store all whatever energy it uses. I, I was totally fine with this, and I, I liked I it. I felt me. tense with it. I was like, this is cool. 
with the exception of when we get the shot of it falling past. Yeah. And then she grabs it. I'm like, we, it did fell, it. It we don't really need that hard. extra it's level. Little, yeah. like, fucking thing. Like, it was a lot. It was a lot, and it also just didn't look like it made any physical sense no. from the space. That, yeah. thing was, that thing was gone. gone. Either way, direct hit, Dreadnought down. And I think they show the guy on the bridge of the Dreadnought, and he's just like, mm. And then the whole thing blows up. Like, did the whole thing blow up, or did it? Was it just half of it and it stalled the ship? No, I, I think, think the it whole all thing because the fire yeah. starts coming, and then we get a shot of the guy who was, yeah. I think, the captain uh, or the general of the dreadnought, and he just goes Ugh, and kind of turns away. And I'm like, no, he, I would be scared. No, yeah. he made this face of like, fuck. Nah, I'm like, dead. They out. They got us. They, they got, got us. us. Yeah. <laughs> I thought very, it was fine. That's very subdued face. For <laughs> there's a fireball that's about to come get me. Like you'd think he'd run anyway. Uh, Snoke. Calls General Hus, Hux, and he is pissed. And we know he's pissed because he fucking slams Hux, so onto the, Hux onto the ground and drags his dumb ass over to him. And that is awesome. It's so awesome. Awesome. What a great, interesting thing. Uh, and Hux is like, hey, don't worry about it. We have them tied to a string. Uh, and, and Snoke's like, I'm still going to throw you like a ragdoll because you're stupid. Over on the Resistance ship, a ship uh, Finn wakes up in the future in a future wet suit and starts walking around like morphine hasn't worn off yet. Uh, he wants to know where Ray is uh, over on Ak- – and so we go over to Ray over on Actu. Is that how we say this? Actu? That sounds right. So it sounds right. And the music is playing, and I love it. And the theme is amazing. And Ray hands Luke his lightsaber. And instead of thanking her or asking where she could have possibly found it since the last time he saw it, it was in his fucking severed hand falling thousands of stories from the Cloud City. He just throws it over his shoulder and walks away. And that moment is forever in cinematic history. Uh, Ray you think goes she went through... down the hill and like picked it up? Well, yeah, because the pork start it. humping it. The pork <laughs> comes up and like, Pork, 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 pork. She's like, God, God damn it. No. Like, get out of here. Like, the horse is humping everything in this movie. Uh, are, they, are, they, are they Pokemon? Do they say their name? Pork, pork. There's a part where, where later just where, come out of their body. Like, did you guys oh, see the deleted scene where like, like where Chewbacca is eating the thing and he looks down and there's, a, there's two porks just humping his free legs? God, what is wrong with you? Everything. Shout out to that shot, though, where the one pork is on the lightsaber and it's about to like completely kill the other yeah, and she Love that like, shot. And I just feel like they could have left the porgs at that shot and then it would have been totally fine. But yet they joined us for the rest of the guy. Hey, I love Should the porgs. Should we need it a snack? Do you really? I don't mind them. You don't, don't like cute. the porgs. The porgs are like the Ewoks. Really? That's fine. No, the porgs but, are better than the Ewoks, dude. No, dude, what? Ewoks are at the least porgs are better than Ewoks. Ewoks because are fucking killers, dude. At least, no, but, at least the porgs don't like And that's my problem. Like, the Ewoks shouldn't be taken out of ATSD. Yeah, at least the porgs weren't like the ones who like destroy Kylo Ren at the end of the movie. Yeah, like the porgs aren't like important plot devices. Hey, you don't know what the original draft called for. Maybe that throne room went out when all the fuck it when the thing burned down. The porgs came out and started pecking at Snoke's face. That's how they got all the stars. Ray, of course, retrieves the lightsaber, and she does. I think we get a Cool little shot here where she looks down and we see Luke's X-wing in the water. So cool. just fucking rad. Fucking Very indicative cool. of it uh, being landed in Dagobah. Uh, Chewie breaks the door down and tells Luke he's coming with them on the Falcon. And Luke's like, "Wait, the Falcon? Where's Han? Get and in the a, ship, Luke!" And it's a really <laughs> Chewie, yeah, that shit hit me hard. That's hard, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're like, "Whoa, how, why wouldn't you be able to feel that Han was dead? Aren't you one with the Force?" And it turns out, no. He's not one with the Force anymore, and the Force is not with him. Uh, Snoke meets with Kylo Ren and tells him, <laughs> Nick. "What's that? Interesting. Nick. I liked yeah. it. I liked it. That was good." Uh, Snoke meets with Kylo Ren and tells him uh, he once thought Kylo would be the new Vader, but now he's not sure because Kylo just got beat by a girl. You got beat by a girl, and it's like, okay. Kylo gets pissed okay. and steps to Snoke, and then Snoke bounces lightning off the ground into him. <laughs> Everything Snoke does here is fucking, fucking awesome. Cool, yeah. Yeah. He just bounces his ass. Like, it's, don't fuck with me, bro. They did such a good job of showing that Snoke is so far above everyone in, like, 
the force fighting skill. I mean, I guess yeah. not fighting skill, but like the he doesn't even have to touch a lightsaber to like Something immobilize I everyone. I, I really like the Snoke stuff. I I don't like the use of Palpatine's theme for him. I'm like, give him his own theme. Maybe if, um, with the next movie. Maybe, but know? like with this movie though, yeah. it's like this is weird. Um, I love his size. Yeah, I like his size. I love the part where he's like, take that ridiculous thing off. Oh. Yeah. He's like, why the fuck? It's it's such a thing you would say to your kid. Yeah, I'm fucking just take that it, ridiculous mask off and he pull does. up your pants. Fucking get your hair out of your eyes, Andy. Right. I, I, I get your fucking hair. You Andy. have a job. I know? don't <laughs> like how much Snoke makes um, Kylo seem like a like a little like petulant. mischievous, yeah, petulant kid. Where it's just like, you don't like, like it? No, because like I the, the oh, next scene it. where he goes into the elevator and then destroys his helmet. I just it's such a like what a like. I mean, that's what he was that's in the, the first movie, though. Yeah, that's I mean, I love that. That to me is, right. I think that's an incredibly important moment for Kylo Ren because up until this point, he's been playing Vader, and this is the first time he realized I'm not going. Like he literally tells him, "I thought you would be the new Vader, and I was wrong. You're not the new yeah. Vader." And so he it's takes that. Slap he takes face. that sort of homage that he's been wearing to his grandfather and just smashes it against the wall. And I think this is an important part character moment for him because he's like, "Fuck everyone. Fuck the past." Fuck the few, like fuck all these people who think I'm supposed to be this thing, and fuck Snow. I'm gonna do my. You own understand thing. me? Shout out to uh, Andy Circus yeah. performance, He's and great. also the CG on Snoke's like whole head. Yeah, I think I think it's so well done, and it's it's. It doesn't take you out of it. No, not at all. It's so like it's convincing. Impressive. It's uh, everything done. The, the I love how his little fucked up little tiny mouth and his teeth are like it's just yeah. all animated so beautifully. Uh, back on Act Two, uh, Ray makes an impassioned speak to Luke to come uh, with him, but instead of finding a Jedi Master, she finds a broken man. Uh, she follows him down to the beach where he milks a giant sea cow who may or may not enjoy this activity. The look that the sea cow gives him <laughs> is so disturbing of, like, save me. It's either that look or don't fucking judge me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it has those tones You know what I mean? Like, when it looks, I watched it twice, right? I, like, I watched it again on the plane ride back from Orange County. I was like, I'll watch this again just because sometimes when I write, I yeah. can't see yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'll give it a shot and I got right past that theme and I have never looked a CG character in the eye and like <laughs> and like read it I know you know what I mean like we know like I get you man the, I, vibe, I, the vibe that I got was that he looked the alien he looked at it. the alien looked at Ray and was like he's my bitch now like, <laughs> yeah. damn uh, was this the scene where he went fishing yeah he goes spear fishing with so big fish. I don't I, fucking understand the fishing thing like why, I thought it was cool but, but here's my thing is he doesn't have the force yeah I know so why have him do this like ridiculously acrobatic thing? No idea. Because he's still like he still got it, man. But like, but th I feel like that is a weird choice. Listen, that's at dude. odds with I what. Feel they're like but how did he get the fish? Listen, it's it's like when I try not he to be funny, it. but sometimes I'm just spear. funny by accident because it's in and me. then pulled the spear. Yeah, up. but like <laughs> for like <laughs> he pulled hour. the spear up for about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, what what he did was he pulled it way up and then goes, "Hey, can you go get that?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then stuck it back down. I didn't. I never understood this. Whole it's really. I think visually it's really cool. It's visually cool. And I love what he's I, wearing in this. I love that they put him in like the, par the black parka and all that stuff. I just think that I think the, a lot the of the stuff's physical cool, strength he must have to maneuver a spear that size. Oh yeah, and then pull it up with a fish on it, not using the force at all. Man, that's impressive. This is a strong man. He's doing some Tybo on yeah. this fucking island. Oh, 100%. I, I do want to give a shout out though, and I know people are hoping I don't say this, but I do want to give a shout out to when he drinks the blue milk and goes <laughs> green milk, green milk, goes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's why, shocking why? how well you like when you first. But you made have it, to imagine that he got another take of that, right? Where he just squeezes it and then looks at her like, and then walks away. Like and this then, is my and then life. he's like, you know what? 
we got all the good takes. How about one fun one? Fun what do you want to do? a fun one. And he goes, nah. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And he walked away thinking, there's surely, there's no way Ryan will use that in this. He doesn't uh, make that face. He, he just does, does like a, yeah, bitch. Like he does kind of like he a. He licks his eyes on our end. He like licks his teeth and then fucking come. Like, <laughs> no, like the, the funny Christ. thing is when Nick first started making that joke, I was like, no, nah, it's not that bad. I feel like it's closer to that than I'm not. Andy. It's, no. it's not like a fucking rabbit beast. <laughs> it's, 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 it is what it is. Uh, later that day, of course, uh, Ray goes to fall and back to the hut, but then she starts hearing voices calling her told an, toward an old hollowed out tree where when she goes down there and finds this, she finds the uh, Jedi textbooks, which I think uh, have herbology. Uh, and uh, Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts and Where to Find Them yep, and a bunch one. of other yep. really cool books that you can uh, mm-hmm. guess have in there. Uh, Luke. Quidditch oh, Through the Ages. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, of course, Wick. Goosebumps. Uh, I, mean, I put a note here. Three. Literally, it was like, like was uh, look up Harry Potter books. Totally forgot to fill them in. Uh, <laughs> Luke, of course, interrupts her and he wants to know who she is and she says she's from no place and he's, she's like, but I've seen this. She's like, I know this place. I've seen it before and I love this because it's like, who are you? She's where are you? He's like, where are you from? She goes, I'm from nowhere. He's like, no one's from nowhere. She goes, I'm from Jakku and he goes, oh, that's practically nowhere. Yeah. It's a good Okay, that's pretty much nowhere. Uh, Luke wants to know why she's here. And she says the resistance center. And he goes, no, 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 why are you here? Why why have you come to this? And she says, something inside of me has always been there, but now it's awakened, and I'm afraid. I don't know what it is or what to do with it. And he said, you need a teacher, but I can't be that. I will never train another generation of Jedi ever again. It's time for the Jedi to end. And she's like, ah, it was a long trip. Yeah, here. I should have called first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like when you think your parents are happy to see you, and they're like, it's not a good time yeah. for me. Hey, you look, know, you know what, Luke? Just sleep on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk tomorrow. Uh, back over in space, Leia and the fleet come out of hyperspace, uh, and Leia's not in good shape. She, she slaps him. She slaps Poe across the face for disobeying her orders, uh, and she's like, there are just some things you can't solve by jumping an X-Wing and blowing things up. And he goes, there was heroes on that mission. She goes, yeah, but no leaders. And it's interesting. And I like this. Because Didn't she say like dead heroes? Dead, yeah. Dead yeah. heroes. And it's like, ooh. Dead heroes, no leaders. No leaders. Yeah. yeah. And I like this a lot because for Poe, it's an interesting place to put him in. Absolutely. You can't be a hothead fighter pilot forever. Eventually, you're going to need to start leading from a, a more uh, like a more broad perspective. And he's not doing that. And I think this is a really cool moment. I think Oscar Isaac plays it well where it's like he's not pissed at Leia because he views Leia as basically a mentor and mother figure. And he's like, shit, she's right. Like, I did the right thing. What I thought was the right thing, but it was the wrong thing. And I need to grow from that. And then when she dies later, it would be. he was like, wow, now I'm thrust into command and I have to use this. Le- oh, no, I don't get that. Someone else gets to come over from her prom. Um, um, qu- quick question. <laughs> did he do the wrong thing or did he do yes. the wrong thing until they found out that, like, because if they could follow them through hyperspace. Hyper? Yeah. Hyperspace. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't the dreadnought then be able to destroy them? No, that's true. Maybe. Right? Like, I mean, we don't if know. If he hadn't done this, I think they might have all been fucked. Yeah. Well, maybe, but at the same time, you, we did. They didn't know that. So at the time, I mean, he disobeyed orders and he got mm. a bunch of people yeah, killed. Yeah, yeah. And, and but I'm just saying, like, and it's not like Leia is like, I'm going to put you in jail because you right, killed right, your right. fighters. It's just I'm demoting, demoting you yeah. because you 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 did the right thing, but it, and you know like it's. Yeah. It, it, but I'm just saying in, in retrospect, the things you pull out it was yeah. the wrong thing because yeah. we lost all our bombers. Now that was the other thing too. We lost a bunch of fighters, and we, she's like, we, our entire fleet of bombers is gone. And then Finn's like, don't buy those bombers again. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> they're bad. They're bad. Do we bombers. have any Y wings in there? Yeah. They're fast. Or X-wings no, but maybe. but I do think that like also can't X wings yeah. bomb things? <clears throat> Didn't we see that before in the first? No, they were shooting like torpedoes, right? Yeah. 
fair. Ion torpedoes. Ion torpedoes. Before everyone can celebrate the first order, catches up to him, and, and they're about to go to hyperspace, and then we get an awesome shot where Leia just raises her hand. I think Carrie Fisher in this movie is phenomenal. Dude, everything she compared does compared to here, Force Awakens, it's so crazy. fucking like she come her her every time she's in a scene, she commands that fucking scene, and she just has this one moment where she puts her hand up, and the the camera rack focuses to her hand. She's like, they tracked us, and no one else realized that. She's like, how did they track us through hyperspace? And it's like, like there's a moment where a chill goes through. You're like, oh shit, we're, because we're there was done. a yeah. everyone will appreciate this. There's a very iconic episode of Battlestar Galactica whose title I can't remember but it's okay. an episode where they have to keep jumping yeah, because someone on the, they can't figure out how they're being tracked but they have to jump every like 10 minutes and they're all really worn cool. out from it because yeah. they keep getting tracked and they can't and it's this cool great episode this is uh, some facts about. for you here that fit here uh, some Rogue One connections to um, Last Jedi as Jin Erso searches for the Death Star plans in Rogue One she comes across preliminary information that reveals that the Empire was planning to develop the technology for the hyperspace tracking uh, and also in Last Jedi, General Organa's ship is called Radis, a direct reference to the Mon Calamari Admiral who helped Jin Erso and oh, that's cool. steal the Death Star plans of Rome. Peruvian Calamari? Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. uh, of course, then, uh, Poe, and I love this back and wait, forth. Wait, wait, quick question. Weren't all the plans then on Scarif for this device? Yeah. And then Scarif was blown up. Did they have it backed up on a thumb drive? Right? Okay. Don't ask yeah, questions. Yeah. Forget everything you know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Poe, without missing a beat, and again, I love this relationship between her because they can have this this adversarial relationship for a second, but he looks over and he goes, permission to jump on an X-Wing and blow stuff Fucking up. And she goes, permission awesome. granted. Like, yeah. there is a time for it. Now yeah, is the it, time. It's cool as shit, but again, I think it just goes back to, like, I, I Poe never, like, he should have been kind of uh, punished for that, right? Put like, he got demoted, but not really. Like, yeah. But I mean, at this he's moment, he's go right back out there. Yeah, but this, and I do understand that, like, this moment is more important yeah, they than need your punishment. Fighters, yeah. Uh, because, but they need fighters because you got a lot of ours killed. You know, like there's this weird back and forth. Well, they need fighters because they followed them through the you know, hyperspace. Yeah, like, but you know? no, but but on the on the flip side of that, it's like we do need fighters, and you're one of our best. But a lot of our people are also dead because of you. Yeah. That can't go out there. That would have been able to fight otherwise. You know, I'm just disappointed. Poe wasn't like, hey, if the dreadnought came out right there, we'd be fucked right now, guys. Yeah, just I, saying. You know, just saying. We lost some people. Well, no dreadnought. Who, yeah. was, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> me. Like, it was an awesome moment. It was, I mean, like, like now's not the time, Poe. No, I think now is the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so bad idea. Yeah. Maybe undemote me. You know. <laughs> Uh, me, well, yeah, but I feel like that, like <laughs> he can't get promoted because that would be like sure. giving him, you know, Could've a prize. Uh, Demoting, just of course, takes away the punishment. We get another great scene. Where, I mean, I, I love, I love Oscar Isaac. I think he brings such a good energy to all of one of these mm-hmm. scenes. He's like running, and BB-8 is going next to him. He goes, "Don't wait for me to start the engine." And the B goes, and just razors off. And then, of course, second they walk into the, and it's sad because there's that one A-wing pilot who's like prepping. He's just got a cool little scarf on, and then like looks over, and then just Kylo nukes. You know, you know, where, you know where she's from? What's that? Mission Impossible, one of the Mission Impossibles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. She, she's the one that uh, uh, Ethan Hunt, that guy, the, the, from you know, Rogue like, Nation. When, like he makes uh, Ethan watch, like oh, Ethan's getting in gas. a record store. Yeah, Ethan's oh. getting. Yeah, she's the record store. Do you know who she's like? Kind of nodding to, Channing Tatum. She's dating mean? Channing Tatum. No, she's oh, she nodding not. to Channing, Channing Tatum, who's also in the other like X Wing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Channing Tatum's in the fucking. I, in, I did not know that. Yeah, that's Shut I didn't see that door, guys. I think it's time to vote. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's number one. <laughs> number one. 
What's let's up with see. your little fascinating website, Tim? Jeez. Yeah, I know. Gee, with only cameos I have, Joseph Gordon-Levitt voiced the alien that informed the police that Finn and Rose were illegally parked outside. What a uh, snitch. Prince William and Prince Harry make cameos as stormtroopers, and Carrie Fisher's beloved French bulldog, Gary, makes an appearance on, in the casino. That's amazing. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, also real good yeah, in uh, Dark Knight Rises. He's great in everything. He's great in Brick. Just watch Brick. Uh, also Looper. Leia orders full <laughs> engines ahead. If they get out of range of the Star Destroyers, Pooper. the fighters will have to fall back. Uh, and then she senses Kylo and a TIE fighter above. Uh, we get Kylo. This scene's gut-wrenching, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like, he's noticeably conflicted. You see him almost pulling the trigger on him. And then, and then stops. Stops and lets up on him. But his uh, two guys that he brought didn't come to fuck around. Yeah. Before, before that happens... He goes it, into yeah, the ship. He fucking flies which, his ship into the good guy's ship and, and blows them all up. Yeah, that's what he blows up. I mean, he, so he does. Like, who else did that? Anakin Skywalker, right? What's? I mean, Anakin blew up the like same thing where the power the exploded. Naboo, yeah, uh, the Naboo. Ship yeah, or whatever. What's the um? What's the name of his ship? The, it, it's the coolest name for the coolest looking. Uh, it's sort of Imperial First Order slash whatever ship. Tie. It's it's like, it, it's just a cool name. Wait, you're talking about the ship that he's the like the his tie fighter? fighter. His tie or? fighter. Okay. Yeah, like I, I don't remember. There the used exact to be so Vader's it. was like a tie interceptor, mm-hmm. and then there I think, but his I think is something cooler. It's yeah. so much cooler, and I love it because it's like simpler. It's just like one wing. Two wings, maybe. Like cool a shit. Anyway, uh, one wing, <coughs> two wings, maybe. <laughs> two wings, Mac. Uh, thankfully, uh, Kyle. Oh, they're the silencer. The tie silencer. silencer. How awesome is that? It's really cool. Um, uh, they have no problems. They blow that bridge up, and Carrie and and uh, Leia get sucked out into the cold vacuum of space, where a person, a human being, even a fake human being, could probably exist for approximately five seconds. Eleven seconds till you die. But science, that's not accounting. Science, science with Kev. I'm Kevin. Kev, 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 Kev. You would die real quick. Real quick. You gotta exhale. Got the force. <sighs> All the air in your lungs, it doesn't want to be in your lungs in space. It'll expand, so right? So you gotta, yeah. So you gotta exhale, and then your blood starts to boil. All well, yeah, all the oxygen in it starts expanding. Wow. Yeah. Terrifying. So it's really a lot that. So more than I expected. You Eleven to. seconds is how long someone theoretically should be able to die. Also, I mean, live. Also, it's freezing cold. Like a number of you guys saw the ice. Yeah, but like, I I can't even a couple seconds of exposure without any sort of like she had like ice crystals all over her face. But that would be going on throughout her body. The force, sure. That's Kevin. Um, Yeah, and this leads to I think a scene that I've kind of been vocal about. I just hate the way it looks. It's awkward. Nobody likes this scene. I. The Mary Poppins scene. There was two people that like laughed in the theater, and it was awkward. I was like, "Oh, what are they doing?" Um, but uh, we do get that kind of cool imaging where she flies through the fucking ship's hologram, you know, like which is like a cool nod to what happens in the future of the movie, where they light space through the through the or you know they light speed through the ship. You know I mm-hmm. think yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back and watch Snoke, that scene because yeah. this is this is a part of the movie that I black out. I just yeah. Out of yeah, I, I it's so really, really it's indefensible, like unbelievably yeah. dumb. Yeah, and does Here, it make any? Let me like fix it. Let me fix it right good. now. Let me fix it right now. Boom! Hole, hole explodes with her force. She uses her force, right? Her first force powers to create like a a shell, just a fucking wall of something, and she boom, hits it, knocks out, and she's out. And that's what I, I just I, the the this whole thing is just so no, awkward. So or yeah, not even man. hit something. Just use the force, and then once it's like cleared for a second, she just falls because that was a lot of like Baby Yoda. Because, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, because that's a good tremendous and then, amount. Of and effort. then also she's Baby Yoda. 
She just looks over, baby. I was drinking the tea. (laughs) (laughs) You're done good. You're done good. Yeah, I I, I really like this movie, but this scene has always just been like, what was the. the, uh, Like, I like it for the character and, like, her first experience, like, actually using the the force outwardly. Uh, But yeah, in my head, like, I've always. What I would have preferred would be something like where, right when the, like, rocket or whatever hits uh she holds the room and everybody in there and then she passes out and they put up like a ray shield or whatever to like uh hold in like ray the, shields uh, <laughs> to like hold Chimera in like the, yeah, the explosion yeah, yeah, for sure. which yeah. they've done for many a times right. throughout other star wars things that's how or, i prefer this and i'm throwing this out there because when i saw it the first time before i saw the mary poppins part when i saw her die i was like fuck what a cool death what a fucking her. gut-wrenchingly sad thing and what a cool moment for Kylo to realize he didn't do it. He yeah. didn't do but, it, but but because of who he is and his actions leading up to this, he allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how fucking t- and then to like, add more turmoil. To my his- God! And then Luke realizes that Han and his sister are dead because he and he could have helped that. What a fucking amazing! Thing and to even for he thinks she's dead though, right? Like Leia, no. Kylo. Oh, Kylo? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, he wouldn't yeah. know. And that's what we all thought leading into the movie, because she had died before the movie came out. Like, Carrie Fisher had died, so we thought, oh, this is how they kill her off. Yeah. That was my, I think in the theater watching that, seeing her getting sucked out, I think everybody at the same time thought, oh, that's yeah. how they kill her off. Yeah. I mean, that would have been. Absolutely. That would have been it. Such a powerful choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. even even for Poe as well. Of like, uh, what someone was saying earlier, like she's kind of his mother figure, and like what she just left him off with. Of, yo, you're not being a leader in the way that you should be. Exactly. And like, have him go through that. This is what causes you to grow. Like, yes, exactly. Like literally a moment where, it, like, like done better in a better series. You see Harry looking up at Dumbledore, and he goes, yep. he just stops him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is it for me. Yeah. There's nothing more you can do to save me. All the lessons I've taught you, you now have to go on and be a better person for that. Right. This is one what of those. Cool this, fucking thing. this is one of those scenes where I, you know, upon rewatching it, because I, I saw this movie like three times or four times in theaters, um, just because it's so stunningly beautiful and on screen. But this was one of those scenes that I, every time upon rewatching, I'm thinking maybe it's better this time. Maybe nope. it's better, and it never no, does. No, no. And I never feel uh, music's good in the scene though. Also, yeah. crazy <laughs> with a throwaway line. It's like, oh, Admiral Akbar is dead too, and it's like that. Oh, that was it, that was the biggest just, sin of all. Really? You gave Akbar a fucking off-screen death? The dude's been in well, six no, minutes of Star Wars before this movie. Yeah, like, but he's I, iconic. How shit. many other people have a meme? An internet meme? <laughs> everybody. Do you have an every, internet meme? Everybody. Do I have an internet meme? Yes. Can you make a list? Yeah. To go with off of like your argument there, it's like then don't name him even. Yeah, like they they addressed it enough to be like he matters. And they're mm. telling us he matters. Show us he matters. And but the problem is they're telling us he matters nah, because what just... they had to tell the audience was because everyone would be like, what about Akbar, right? So they had to tell the audience Akbar's dead so that Hodor can come in. And you're like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> it's very weird. This is this is again. These are some of those elements of the movie that I'm like. You're really putting a lot of holes in this plot that don't need to be here, putting and they're serving in this plot. That yeah, don't they're need to ser- be there. but they're serving to really undermine the more powerful elements of this movie, which is like the yep, actual totally character agree. development. Hold door or hold door not. <laughs> you want to hold that door? Will Andy make she better jokes than that? We'll have to find out in a second because <laughs> this <won't>. episode is <laughs> brought to you by Me Undies. By this time of year, the planners and Virgos of the world have checked off everything on their list, while the rest of us haven't started buying holiday gifts for people yet. You know what a good gift for people is, Andy? Tell me. Me undies, man. I'm wearing them right now. Kev, you wearing them oh, right now? Oh, I got now? my pineapple Andy's wearing them right now. He got some avocados. Because I've been buying, I, I swear I've been buying them a lot re- recently, Tim. I have like eight now. Yeah. And, th- and then I saw they're selling these five packs and ten packs. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, it's great. 
you're, you're living, you're living you the life use right. The lounge pants, they're so comfortable. Or the onesies, you know. Yeah, I just bought a new round of T-shirts on Black Friday. Very stoked about that. They make, they make everything in this micromodal fabric, man. So mm-hmm. soft, so fresh, so clean. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for you guys right now. Any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. Uh, this is a no-brainer because there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You can get your 15% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Step your undie game up, baby. Step it up. Um, and also, shout out to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. Uh, from step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Like a couple days ago when Gia made me that bibimbap, the Korean dish. Heck ooh, looks so ooh it was good. Uh, you can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread mm, and cookie dough You can get nine free free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash morning nine and using code morning nine. The nine is for the nine free meals that you'd be getting. Yeah. HelloFresh.com slash morning nine. Piggy. Creamy. No, that was the best podcast. What are we doing? I'm lost. Finally, shout out to Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Uh, Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. When Greg Miller was first moving to San Francisco, he had some debt issues. Upstart. Could have been there for him. Could have helped him out. Uh, it can help you as well. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. Uh, they make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. And the best part is once your loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next day. Uh, you can free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. You can see why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com morning. What y'all laughing at? Oh, just people in the chat. Someone be like, Holdo's a great character and her uh, uh, costume is great. Immediately after, someone's like, I hate Holdo and her costume sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to the plot, ladies Hermie. and gentlemen. Hux orders the fighters back and then tells the audience the main plot device of this movie, which is as follows. The resistance ships are lighter and faster. While they can't outrun the Star Destroyers, they can stay at range uh, that range that makes the First Order's cannons less effective against their shields. Now I ask you... Uh, but no, I'm not going to go into that. That's Hatefeld. That's Hatefeld, dude. We're just going to delete this but right here. Here's my question, We're going to delete it. We're going to delete it, Kevin. Nick, here's just my question. It. Why don't they go... Okay, well, I guess we'll jump to light speed for like a quarter of a second and then be in front of them, you know? A lot of different things. And then you would also assume that the, the pincer move, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I mean, is it, I don't know. I feel yes, like it's kind of hard to a... navigate that. No. Like, what? It's really not oh, that hard. All right. And it's like, okay, cool. It's hard to navigate, to jump. You know the trajectory in of the and out of light in. speed or in and out of hyperspace and hit, like, be like, land right there. Fine. Jump fucking 10 minutes that way and then come back with like, this is where it's gonna be. But also, you. I'm would saying ass- there's other options. Science to all these can, people. Yeah. You, you would yeah. assume that, by the way, like this, and this is this is the weirdest part about this whole thing. Like having a chase 
Okay, if you want, it's done well in the movie. I think called the chase with Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, right? Yeah. Where it's like one car, bunch of cars behind him, right? He's one road. You can't go anywhere else. Of course, that was dumb because they probably could have cut them off too. This whole logic is stupid. Um, but the assumption is that are we assuming, lanes space, are we assuming that the the first order only has three ships? Because I thought they were like this unbelievably yeah. big galactic like. Why not call more ships in that are faster and come take these things down? The idea that he literally says, we'll wait them out. We'll just wait. Seems so... It's such a movie thing. Dumb. Yeah. I it's mean, such it's a like, like, bad I, guy I movie so thing. I think that it fits with dumb. these characters to are. Me, the it, one problem with that, though, is Snoke. Snoke seems too smart for his own good, and the rest of these guys feel like they're little kids Also, pretending. Snoke, why, why isn't he just... Killing people from a distance. Yeah, like he clearly can grab. Uh, what's his face? Um, Dom Hilgleason. Yeah, Dom Hux. 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 Yeah. Like, why doesn't he just Dommel. like? Dommel. I guess I'll kill him one by one. Dead, dead. Yeah, but that's you know? like, why didn't Palpatine fucking kill everybody too? Because he never. We never saw Palpatine. I mean, I guess we saw a Darth Vader trope. Or the even dumber argument: Why didn't they just fly the Eagles to Mordor? Like, guys, like, come yeah. on! Like, it's, it's Andy. There's a solution to that argument. The ring. Watch the movies are great. The ring <laughs> the would solution. seduce the <laughs> Eagles. The Eagles, almost <laughs> as strong as the Wizards. Eagles are their own race. They're very strong no. I know, beings. but I'm saying they're almost they're not as powerful. All right, all right. Let's all talk right. about the trees. <laughs> really quick. Uh, and I, suck. For me, this felt like the Tarkin moment at the end of A New Hope, where uh, where someone's like, "Oh, like we need to go evacuate," and he's like, "In our moment of triumph, like no, like we've got." This. this felt this felt like this where it was like we don't need to put in more effort we've we've won so fuck it like we'll wait them out a couple Dude, hours my only my only problem with that well, a lot of problems with this is mm. that if you had just gotten your face slammed onto a fucking ground and mm. pulled over to your boss who literally could kill you like that wouldn't you be like guys we don't have to fucking need, hours. Yeah. get this fucking urgency. gun now yeah. or <laughs> this guy's going to kill me he's gonna fucking murder my face <laughs> with his fucking hologram he's gonna image. tear my uh, skull apart yeah another like th- oh we'll just wait him out guys we're fine Snoke will be cool with that I don't think he's, I, 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 like, I, I, the guy should turn him like this I don't think he's gonna be cool with it man. Like, <laughs> we should probably get those well, shit yeah now. we shouldn't give him six hours to figure out a solution right here's, away right here's the other uh, the other problem with this mm-hmm. is that as a plot device you've isolated your characters okay that's scary Right, they're stuck in this this driving in this one line. If they stop, they die. It's like uh, you know, we'll say it's like um, the Charlie Sheen movie, The Chase. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I was, gonna say, I was gonna say it's like it's similar to like a Nightmare on Elm Street, right? If you fall asleep, you die, right? But then there later in this, we're gonna see that there's characters that could just come and go from the ship as they please. They're so it's almost ships. like they're if you sleep, you die. Infected. But if you go down the street from Elm Street, mm-hmm. you can take a little nap and you're fine. Well, it's like, well, then move the fuck out of the Elm Street, right? You know what I'm talking about? There's so many different things that that very simply destroy the 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 thin veil of this stupid plot device that they have. That is that this this low speed chase through. Also, how are they if they're pulling away? Like if they're fast enough to outrun them, wouldn't they just eventually pull away so far that like? Well, I don't. I guess they catch I, up. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand any of the, like the, the, the how they the kept the distance. That, yeah, because. It's Why? a very cool it idea if you don't think about it. But if you think about it for one second, it is not cool anymore. But unfortunately, this movie... I don't, I don't think it's a so, cool idea. <laughs> I think it's an interesting idea. <laughs> X-Wings outside. I, I think it's an interesting idea. And when they first started, I was like, oh, they're going to do this for a few minutes and then figure out how to get them out of this. It starts to really fall apart quickly when you we were here for two hours coming back to this slow space chase. You're like, somebody somewhere would have figured something else out yeah. to kill these people. Like, this is just... Anyway, before we move on, I do want to talk about something that Nick kind of touched on uh, when we started talking about this. This did make it seem like the First Order is tiny. It seems like those. Th- there's a line where they're like, "Get all our ships here." So 
how big? Because one of the cool things about the Empire is like they just had resources, man. I mean, infinite resources. It seemed like they were the know? yeah, they were the Germans. They were the Nazi Empire. Yeah. Like we have taken over half of the planet, and we have this incredibly dominating force. And in this, you're like. Is it just four ships and stuff? That that's one of the the weirdest things about the sequel trilogy that I wish had a couple more lines of dialogue that would just explain the scale of both sides right, right. a bit more. Yeah, because they said they they took, get... in the beginning of this, like they took out the entire republic, like from three planets. Well, no, but that was it. Like they took out the center of the republic, like where all the decisions. Yeah. Like they took yeah. out the senate, the new senate. That's all. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, and it was with, the whole system. Yeah. Right. And like, why is it the resistance and not the rebellion? Like, why would they they officially change the title? But then Luke calls them rebels at some point. In this, they need a new logo. Well, Luke, ha- Luke doesn't know. He and it's the know. same logo, merchandise, yeah. dude. But the, it's the same rebel thing. <laughs> they changed the. I mean, people don't remember when we changed it from Game of Gregory podcast to kind of funny podcast, including me when I host it. So it's very hard. <laughs> it's very hard. Game of Gregory show. Mm-hmm. I got that wrong God. too. All right, uh, back on Act Two. Uh, Chewie eats a porg while its family watches. <laughs> nice In try, porg. You thought you were cute. Let me introduce you to my new friend, Baby Yoda. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> He's way cuter than your stupid little porg asses. Uh, Luke I hated sneaks. that the legs were still on. Like it, That just made it seem like such a joke, you know? I, I, I like the pork stuff, but I'm, uh, I'm a sucker for small, like, feathery I animals. Uh, meanwhile, while, while Chewie's outside, it. Luke takes it upon himself to sneak onto the bridge of the Falcon and takes uh, those little gold dice that are hanging from uh, the rearview mirror, and then R2 comes to life and shows. You mean and- these gold dice? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Put them in my hand. Let's see if they disappear by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> right on my butt. Um, Ew, I have those too. Daniel Kennedy gave them to me. These are cool. I, don't know, I got them when we went to watch the movie. Mm. Um, I, I- them, but I felt like it was rude to be like, no. <laughs> 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 a lot of people this is one of those elements also that a lot of people talk shit about and I was like I don't care like okay there were gold dice hanging there do we see them in the original trilogy I don't remember I'm sure I they're there somewhere it's sure. like a promo image of the yeah, of the original movie I, I, I remember I, that I being one this. of your big joke talking points so. was it was was like, they, well, what was the dice <laughs> I, I wish upon they were second dice. watching I was like it was I, I Obviously, you bring in something different. Again, I, I knew it was going to happen in this, so I could, I could focus on other elements of the movie. When he walks on to the Falcon, I got emotional. I was like, fuck. Oh, my God, yeah. I was like, fuck. And then he gra- he takes the dice off slowly and then looks over, and who does he see? R2-D2. And I, he's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And then R2-D2. You're tugging him, man. No future spoilers. We'll talk about this next week. But it's like, I watching this movie, I don't think the dice are an issue, but... Yep. With the next 100%. movie, the dice are 100% an issue. 100%. That might have been where I had the harsher criticism. But, but we'll talk about uh, that next week. We'll talk about it maybe in the future. Uh, of course, R2-D2's like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, it's a sacred planet. Watch the language. Yeah. I think that's great. <laughs> that, and I think they nailed the scene. And then he's yeah. like, he's like, I don't want to go back. There's nothing you do to go back. And of course, what does R2 do? Shows him the Dude. original oh, message dude. that Leia sent to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he was like, that His was a line, cheap move. You, you got that me. was a cheap move, man. Uh, and of course, this is I what, like Luke's yeah. acting in a lot of this. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, yeah, yeah Mark yeah. Hamill's well, acting in this yeah. was fantastic. The weird face, yeah, a little bit weird. Some but besides that, I think he really killed it. I just didn't like. There it. are <laughs> a couple <laughs> moments where he, um, where he dips into trickster ter- territory. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. a couple, because he has that like mm-hmm. he almost goes Joker or trickster with it. What's, but it's like, what's the trickster from? That's from the CW show. I forget which one he. He played the trickster on, I think, Flash. Yes. I yes. No. Fucking Jesus yeah. Christ. Great. I, I forgot Great. about this. I guy. do too. <laughs> I don't, by the way, no one asks for this. <laughs> you know? Like, did you ask him to do this again? <laughs> oh, here we go, Louise. 
How's it going, Andy? Hey, hey, how's it going? You enjoying this? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Andy, Andy. Oh, this movie stinks, man. Oh my god. Now, water does it, does it stink? Does it stink because it has a decisive lack of Watto in it? Is that why? Oh, number one reason it's bad. No water. Number one reason it's bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. No water, all right. Every microphone. What's the number two reason? No, you're right. Number two. Yeah. Also, no Watto? Is it also that there's no Watto? It's a bad movie. What are you doing? Well, I don't like you, Nick, but you nailed it in the beginning of the interview. He said, hey, they saw the movie. They do these cool things. Is she going to go bad at the end? No, it's the same fucking... What was the point of the movie? Wow. Yeah. Watto, a really good like movie critic. <laughs> Watto's yeah, a lot of free time to watch Netflix. Guys, if you guys keep me... If you keep me in the prequels in the basement over this... Ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> thank you, Watto. Thank, thank you, Watto. Thank you. To be clear, I don't know what you're saying. Didn't expect him to walk in and say, this movie stinks. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with that man? This movie stinks. Okay. Uh, let's see. He tells, Chris wakes Ray up and tells her that he will teach her three lessons, and then at the end of it, he's going to teach her also why the Jedi needs to end. And she's like, is that four lessons that you're teaching me? Or is the third lesson why that? Because it sounds like, it was confusing for me. Uh, Back of the fleet, someone we've only seen once before tells us that Leia is unconscious but recovering. That's good. Unfortunately, Admiral Akbar is, 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 and all the top brass of the resistance were totally killed in that blast. So now Vice Admiral Laura Dern is taking over. Uh, and this would have been really interesting set of circumstances to thrust Poe in, like I said before. But And you almost say that where they, they, they like tease it out, where they're like, it's the chain of command. And he's like, is it going to be me? Even though you're like, no, no, Why would fucker, it be you're you? a commander. Yeah, Why would it be you? You're so low down. Yeah, you're really, there's got to be more people. Also, She's a vice admiral. We had Admiral Akbar. We have a bunch of generals. How many fucking admirals does this fleet have? Because there's only like 10 ships. Yeah. Admiral is, an, if I'm not mistaken, in the Navy, an admiral is like the commander of an entire fleet. Fleet, yeah. So like you would have it's the space admiral. You would have an admiral who is like. Parentheses. But yeah, like in state. World War II, you had an admiral that was in charge of like the Pacific Fleet, right? In Which space, is like no one can hear you 40 breathe. or 50 yeah. ships, something like that. Anyway, really? there's like admirals everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's not inaccurate. <laughs> it's just not iconic. Like here, no one can hear you breathe. Scream it, scream. And it's interesting because we, yeah. like, <laughs> thematically, I thought, like, oh, they're setting this up for Poe to have to take over. Similar to, like, when in Aliens, uh, not to go back to Andy's uh, bad joke earlier, but I'll make a, a salient point here, which is, like, in Aliens, everyone gets wiped out, and then they go, who's in charge? And it has to be Hicks because he's the highest in command. Like in, in wartime, so it's like he's like, and he's like, "Fuck, I don't want to do this. This is a horrible situation to be in." And then he and Ripley kind of almost make out. And you're like, "Why would you make out, man? You might die tomorrow. Just make out. Yeah, just fuck just it make out. out. Just anyway, uh, it's not him, despite having sp- all all uh, uh, signs pointing to that. It is General Laura Dern, uh, and they just dragged her out of the prom she was having over on the ship Ninka. Uh, Four hundred people are left. And the resistance, but we're not alone. In every corner of the galaxy, people are oppressed. We are the spark that will light the fire that will restore the Republic. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, Hodor. Let's go. Let's do it, guys. Maybe change it to something a little more appropriate for war, though. I do like that. Uh, what, you um, want armor? I mean, pants. 
Something you can run in? What? Where's she running? She's on a ship. Let's put it this way. In, in The Force Awakens, they were like, Leia is a general, and she's a, a wartime general. Like We're going to put her in a, like the same outfit that everyone else gets to be in. In this, she's in a ballroom gown. You're she's like, more like weird. Queen Amidala in this sort of thing. But it's war. I had no problem with her outfit. I was like, no, no, no. I, I, I just, I'm you like, want to be I, comfortable. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know? I mean, then can I wear PJs and like, and yeah, like absolutely. slip slips? Like absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I do like that uh, Oscar Isaac's reaction to her being named was kind of the same reaction I had as well. <laughs> like, like, who? who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to sell it with her. It was like, oh, well, from, the, from the battle of so and so. Oh, she's different than I expect. You can't just and th- you can't just have a character tell another character that a character's cool. It doesn't work that way. That's the that's anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, know, great speech though. Like so I thought, she yeah, gives a great speech, speech yeah. and you're like, cool. That's the person from Jurassic Park. That's great. So uh, then they're like, like everyone, she's like, okay, everyone break. I'm like, wait. What's the plan? How are we getting out of this situation? Because I think that might be a really interesting thing for you to tell the entire fleet yep. right now, yep. especially since we're all really fucking scared. And, try and not you are now our leader. So how are we getting out of this? And then Poe's like, okay, maybe I don't want to embarrass her. Maybe she's this is the first time giving a speech. <laughs> I'll pull her aside like, like one does. You know, sometimes you don't want to call your boss out in front of everyone. You pull him aside and you say, Nick, you're making eye contact with me a lot. Yeah. And it's turning me on. No, what are we no going to do? Ever ever said that. No one what are we going to do about That's this? No opposite. one has ever told you this. No, okay, so Poe pulls her aside. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and he asks her her plan. And then she tells him to go to his room. He's been a bad boy. You are a bad boy. You don't deserve, even though you're literally a hero of the resistance and yeah. have multiple, multiple times saved. Even now, with the Dreadnought. Even though you literally yeah, led the fucking team. Up. <laughs> you led the team that destroyed the Star Destroyer, the new new Star Destroyer, or Star uh, Death Star. Star Killer. Really. You're still a piece of shit. Go away. You made one mistake. One mistake you've made in the last 10 years of fighting for the resistance. But again, and that it worked out makes real it well. So I that think. I will never fucking tell you. You go, you go sit in your place, Flyboy. I'm in charge. Yeah, it's trigger happy flyboy. I'm like, but oh, they should fuck, right? They had a yeah. moment though where she looks at me, she's like, I've known guys like you before. I'd be like, tell yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah, yeah, me yeah. Like, more. This was true in Force Awakens, and it's true here. Poe Dameron has sexual tension with Everyone. every yeah. person he talks Jeez, to. Like, even BB 8. I'm like, oh, God, just <laughs> fuck already. <laughs> I remember when he runs him, he's like, yeah. BB 8, where have you been? I was like, oh, oh God, man. why would you grab me like that? the ball. Give me the soccer ball. Stroke the ball. I'll, put, I'll kick it down the pitch. Milk that ball, you know. Milk that fucking ball. Uh, she tells him to go fuck off, put it in place. Uh, then but, Finn. You know who you haven't mentioned this entire thing? Rose. Finn and Rose. And Rose. Yeah. And by the way, we are 38 minutes into the film. Wow. When we, we, we There's re- two hours left? Well, we got a lot of time. Uh, we should probably speed it up. But we meet Rose Tika now. As Wait, Finn tries to sneak Tico. into it. Real Tico. quick, real quick. <clears throat> Do you guys get the sense that she didn't tell anyone else the plan also? Cause I we, think her, I think her top brass knew, and again I, I don't mind that she's know. like I don't know you, I like if, if the scene had said something else where she was like, but she just slaps his wrist like a child, and you're like, why? Mm. This guy's a commander in your army. This is so heavy-handedly like, I I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do with this, and it makes in my opinion I'm like, this makes sense if she's a bad guy. If she was like some weird first order plant, mm-hmm. everything she does in this is like telling the audience that she's a bad guy, and then at the end of it. She's like, no, I was just doing it because I... And then Leia has one throwaway line that's like, she was more interested in... And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I didn't Why like wouldn't she think it's, it's going on? It's also a word lesson we're getting to the end of it. It's just like, so the, this movie has a big thing about like, you don't need to be the hero. Yeah. But, but then, then Laura Dern, the like her whole yeah. plan is to be the hero. Yeah. Uh, also, so I was going to say, uh, we get... Uh, what, Lord, what's the girl's name? Uh, Billy Admiral Lord. Billy, we, we get Bill, Billy Lord Eilish. that is uh, clearly like in cahoots with um, Poe. Also fucking Poe. 
They're all fucking pro. Oh, they're definitely all fucking yeah. pro. But like, <clears throat> she's in the command room. Why would she not know the plan and be like, "Hey, Poe, chill the mm. fuck out." She actually has a plan. I know. They, don't they have to, a line in this where like, once uh, once you're on a ship, everyone knows everything that people are doing? Maybe that's a different movie I watched. Uh, <laughs> movie <laughs> watched. But you would assume that <laughs> what like, movie was that? That's very like specific. I don't, I don't know, but like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We can keep going. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But like, there's no secrets on this ship. Don't they have a line of like, "I'll be back," like right? Like, <laughs> part of the guy walks back in and is like. Um, <laughs> You would think that someone would tell him the plan. I, I kind of get the That's feeling that she didn't have a plan. My immediate thought was... <laughs> the, the, it all was luck at the end where she was like, oh, fuck, there's a base right In my there. first viewing, I think it. my immediate thought was, oh, she's really undercover and she's kind of working for the First Order and something sinister is uh, afoot here. Like, that's what but you would think, not, right? No, I know. And of course, it, let, me, let me put it this way. If you ever want... If you're running a, a war and you ever want one of your underlings to completely create a mutiny, talk to him like this. Yeah. Be like... You know, oh, we're in a life or death situation. You don't need to know what we're going to do. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm going to take charge then because you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. FYI. But it's like asking for a mutiny if you if you treat people like that. I, I do think that like everything that like that follows this is because she didn't talk to the, the, the team. Like her plan would have worked, I think. Had she just explained it to anyone. Yeah, a better a better way to have handled this. It was a good plan. A better way to have handled this would—I mean, I understand why he what he was trying to do. He was trying. This was supposed to be character development for Poe. Mm-hmm. Poe's whole uh, uh, arc in this, I think, could have been stronger. But it's actually pretty interesting because it's about taking him from being a, a, a rogue pilot to being a leader of the resistance, right? And and I love that. I think that's really really cool. But the fact that she undermines his authority and treats him like a child in order to do that, I think, is just completely stupid. Mm-hmm. How how much cooler would it have been if if in order to get away, they did have to go take out the tracker, which yeah. would have been a lot smarter. And then he had to then make the decision of like then going to sacrifice himself to go and do that. That's a much stronger thing. But instead, everyone else just goes off on their own and nobody accomplishes literally anything, including Hodor, whose plan totally falls apart. The second <laughs> they look out the window and go, hey, there's some ships over there. Like, kill them all. Blast them all. Another question I have is, is there no way to consolidate whatever power source they have so that these ships that are going to get destroyed that are like running out of fuel can they not give their fuel to the big ship and then somehow use that to well the, go the, away faster or... the, and and this is a, okay we're getting in the weeds let's move on because mm-hmm, we're only 38 mm-hmm. minutes in this movie yep, we, but i do want to say that these transports that left the surface of the ship why did they have to dock with the bigger ships there was like 80 of them why not put everyone in a transport and just send them out different areas. to 50 different directions yeah. go rendezvous at whatever base done there's gone. 15 ships of the bad guy and that seems like that's all their fleet yeah whatever. they got yeah whatever. these guys only have three ships at best they could follow three of us at best at worst snoke just goes and takes a shit uh mm-hmm. Finn tries to get off the ship, and then Rose is like, hey, I've had to stun a bunch of people, and my sister died. And are you trying to get off the ship, too? Oh, no. I was super excited to first meet you in Starstruck, but now I'm going to stun you. And they're like, okay, you're in in an interesting place. Your sister just died, and you were so gung-ho, this resistance. Okay, sure. Um, I do love the, may the force be with you. Whoa. (laughs) I love that little back and forth. I mean, she she is like the personification of the the fan meeting, right? Like, yeah. See, I, I, Rose's character is very interesting to me because it, this scene, I enjoyed it, and I, I enjoy all of that stuff and making Finn. It, it works for both of them. It's the it's her growing, and it's also Finn being like, oh, shit, I... I was going to do something. I, yeah, here. and like, yeah. fuck, I, I, I am something special. This is important. But then well, it all is thrown out at the end when she save, like, saves him. 
Yeah, I guess saves yeah, him saves from him. dying, right? And that whole thing is weird, and I feel easy to criticize. But my problem with it is when she does the line, it's like we're fighting for the, the things we love, not the other. Yeah, we're not. We fight. don't want to kill the things we hate. We're fi- we should be saving. That the things we I love. feel could have been very powerful and strong and worked for all of their their plot and characters and arcs. But then they kiss, and then it's like when you <laughs> add romance to that, it's like that it's changes the weird. meaning of what you just said. Well, not only that, not but only, like, we, am I crazy in thinking that Finn and Ray were like, yeah. I, like starting to like each other. What a weird. I felt that way. What a weird thing to tell the audience. Like, oh, now there's a. Is there like a love triangle that's no, gonna happen? No, there here? isn't. There. The bigger, the bigger criticism I have she just is shot that her shot. You know, the bigger criticism I have is that it's Rose's character has absolutely zero arc. She is exactly the same person at the beginning as she is at the end. She is ride or die, hope, resistance, all this stuff. Uh, and then at the end, she's still hope, all this stuff. Cool. I think it would have been a lot more fascinating to see a person who was broken because her sister just died. And then through the actions of having to save people, revitalizes her hope in this resistance. Mm-hmm. But in no point does she – she's just a straight line the entire time, which makes her a very boring and and ultimately pointless character. Because as we're about to see here, they figure out that there's a tracking a tracker and they're being subspace tracked largely because they say a lot of words. And then, a lot of words. And then Poe goes, cool, well, you guys should go off on this mission. Meanwhile, I'll stay here and do nothing. I will stay on this ship and do not, even though I just got a slapped on the wrist and I have zero confidence that this person's going to save us. You person I just met, who I have no fucking idea who you are, you go take this incredibly important mission into hand with Finn. I'll stay here and do nothing. And they give him nothing to do for the rest of the movie, except for a small mutiny that just goes horribly wrong. But when they stun people, it is the, the circle thing, and that's really cool. Yeah, it's a cool little mm-hmm. right. Uh, uh, the, so wait, they, wait, no, I wanted to say one more thing about. Oh, I, this is another moment where it's like the characters act so stupid and movie-like. Where it's like when uh, when she's like, w- "What are you doing?" and he just tries to make up some stupid lie. Why not just be like, "I'm going to get Ray." I'm going to get Ray. Yeah, I have this beacon, and like that seems like a real thing. Even if like he's going to get Ray to run away, like he doesn't have to disclose that part. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's. There's a lot, and that's and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about like a lot of this. This the themes are great, but the the actual logistics of getting characters from point A to point B are just stupid. They're just dumb. Like if you, if I could if if I watch a scene and go, I have five questions as to why these characters are doing what they're doing. That's bad writing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they figure out that the first order has some sort of hoodinky MacGuffin, and we got to go take that MacGuffin out. And Rose is really smart, even though we, I guess she's an engineer, so that makes sense. Finn's really smart because he mopped around there. How many fucking? How much does he know about the first order? <laughs> Every, he knows the everything. <laughs> but it's funny because did, the, did he work the... on Snoke's ship? Because I don't think he worked on Snoke's no, ship. When I he mean, found him, he worked on Kylo's Star Destroyer. You got to imagine that's all bullshit. Because at the what in Force Awakens, we get the moment where they actually land on um, Star Killer Base, and he's like, "I don't fucking know shit about this. I'm gonna go try to fa- like save her." And so I got to imagine that he was just bullshitting again. Either way, uh, Poe is still hurt that Admiral Ordern put him in his place, so he decides not to tell her uh, that their plan. And Rose, having just proved to us. That she is a stickler for the rules. Goes along with this plan. Just goes along with this plan of like, you don't want to tell our commander that we're going to go off and basically commit an act of almost treason because we're going, we're disobeying her orders. This could get us caught, guys. I'm cool with it. Really? Because you just stunned him. for. I get it. It doesn't matter. Uh, And then, uh, in fact, the only person they they do tell uh, about the plan is C-3PO. And we all know he ain't telling anyone. He's gonna get, get got if you if you fucking C-3P talk. C three P knows how to keep a secret. Get got. Uh, let's see. 
I mean, again, this would have been an interesting. I think. I think what this needed for for it to be more believable to me is that they actually presented this plan to Holdo, and she was like, "No, I have a plan." And then there's more tension there. But We're instead, they, they just go, ah, let's but just I go off on that. I will tell you the plan. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> okay. And then they go. In the office, they're like, I have a three-step plan. <laughs> uh, well, what is it? I mean, you think I'm going to these secrets right here? <laughs> so they figure out they got to get through the security of the ship. But guess what? We don't have anyone that can get us through the security of the ship. So we have to go. Who, who do we call? I know. Let's call Maz Kanata. Uh, she could probably cool. do it. Cool. But it turns out she's busy. Oh, no. She can do it. But, you know, negotiations. And she's in the middle of this thing. But here, let me pull up this image of this dude that you're going to find. But I don't have the picture of the dude. Here's the pendant he's going to wear. I have a picture of the pendant that he's going to wear. But not him. This whole hologram thing reminded me of uh, sort of like the intro video to when you go on a theme park oh ride. Oh, my God. Dude, That's I was yep. just thinking the same yeah. fucking thing. It's That is exactly what yeah. it is. Do you guys think that there there were plans to make that a movie? Because like that to me, that's what it felt like. Of like, oh, okay, cool. They're gonna expand that someday, and then like we're gonna see the other side of that scene. This was a what? Just to I would say just into a tie-in comic or some shit. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Whatever. This was. But it feels like a tie-in. This to me was just Moss. Call us back because you're in danger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like we can wait uh, a little longer. I hate. I hate this. Anyway, uh, so they have to go find this guy on this planet. Uh, meanwhile, Ray and Kylo uh, link up, and Ray tries to shoot him, but she misses and puts a hole in the wall. And and the, uh, uh, because he's like millions of parsecs away on his cool ship, uh, he tries to mind trick her, but it doesn't work. And then Luke interrupts the scene and Ray lies about uh, blasting a hole in the wall. Why not? He's only the guy that you are asking to be your mentor. Why not just completely lie to him about yeah. about that? Um, I love all this, dude. All the Kylo and Ray stuff. Uh, it's it's awesome. very very good. Awesome. It's so uh, well written. It's so well acted. They do such a great job of. Showing each other's inner turmoil with what with where they are in their lives right now. It's so fucking well done. I uh, I agree. Uh, and I like. I think this is the scene. If it's not this one, it may be the next one where it's raining and he looks at his hand yeah. and his water. Uh, he on wipes it. his face. Is so oh, that what he did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really I just good. Think that's cool. Uh, oh, that's right because it like drops on him. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, Luke takes right up to his meditation rock and tells her that the force is an energy that binds all things. He tells her to reach out, and when she does, literally, he whips her hand, which is funny. She's like, "Oh, you didn't mean reach out. You mean like reach out with my feelings." And he's Again, like, "Again, I thought this was another moment where it's like the comedy does not work." I didn't mind it here. I, liked it. I, I think uh, he's trying to prove a point that he that uh, I, I think I because I like her reaction. Well, the she point goes, is, oh my god! But I, I think <laughs> I think the comedy works here only because of what he says next, which is that it's all building up to this the line where he says, "Uh." uh Let's see. Or you reach out. She reached out with the feelings. He wants this her to reach out. This sequence is really cool. She feels it, and he goes, "You feel that? Uh, it's it's that." He's like, "The force it's is the energy. It's uh, it's in the galaxy. It's energy. It's a force. It's inside of you. It's the same force, right?" And then lesson number one: the force does not belong to the Jedi. To say that it does, great is line, vanity. Fuck, so, so like, good, oh, great that's line, cool. And then like, when, she, when she's feeling it, and, it, and we're seeing all the different like imagery. shots of imagery, yeah. it's like this is one of those choices where people are like, "Oh, it did something different for Star Wars." And I think it worked. Yeah, like I think that yeah, really yeah. all Definitely. of this was like very powerful stuff. I lo- I like that. And even the, the conclusion of this, is, I oh, think, yeah. is so good. It, wait, it starts like, getting yeah. like scary. It's like, yeah, you, you you. I mean, we realize what it is immediately. She has no idea. She just feels a pull to this thing. Yeah. And it's just like I love his reaction cool, to yeah. it too where he's yeah. like you didn't even try stopping yourself yeah. from going like, oh, But again so it's awesome. it's like she is so pure in the sense that like yeah, she has no idea what like that was. She just felt this force in so yeah. yeah. And it's it's and I think that this is building to something that I hope that they continue to build in the next movie where it's like the perception of it the dark being evil is wrong. That that is the flaw in in the Jedi order. 
Yeah. Uh, Ray, of course, goes into the dark hole and it squirts all over her. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. And then no. Luke nope. is pissed and he says, It offered you something you needed and you didn't even hesitate. You just saw it. He's like, I've seen this type of raw strength once before and it didn't scare me enough then, but it does now. And you're like, so Fuck, what, what happened between you guys? Can you talk it out or no? Yeah. <laughs> or beyond that? <laughs> but it does. She goes through the whole squirts up a little bit. Uh, with the help of Carrie Fisher's daughter, Finn and Rose escape uh, back on Act Two. Porgs have taken over everything and Chewie tries to raise the resistance but can't. Uh, can't get a signal and can't reach the incredibly slow moving ships. Uh, Ray slides into Kylo's FMs again. Force messaging, <laughs> and he You're tells her. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Nick. Good job. I like it. And he tells her that she doesn't know the whole truth. She knows everything she needs to know about him. He's a monster. And then uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm not a monster." And then Finn and Rose head to Canto Bites. Uh, real quick, the the slight changes in the way they talk between each time they do this is so cool. Sexy. Y- yes, there is that sexy component to it. It's dangerous. But like. It is one of those yeah, things that, like, <laughs> it's so cool to see it progress. And later, when, um, I, I can't remember what's going on, but, like, they're just having a conversation. And it's like, oh, you guys are developing a bond of, like, friendship and understanding where she's telling him, like, shit she's upset about and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that it's so cool. I, and I love these moments. Uh, Finn and Rose head to Canto, bites me, and park their ship on the beach. Uh, Rose hates this place because it's full of rich people who want to torture animals and dumb-looking children. And there's only one business in the galaxy that can make people. There's only one business in the galaxy that can make people this rich. Tech. I'm sorry, it's war. I was like, I'm too busy living in Northern California. Uh, they I, find the yeah. master code breaker who was played by the guy from The Last of Us, or left of, Leftovers. leftovers. And then and you're like, huh? oh, that's interesting. It's Justin Thoreau. That's a cool, interesting pull for this person. Uh, but before they can reach him, they get got uh, and thrown in jail, where there just so happens to be another master code breaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a great coincidence. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're writing a tight, concise story, you should absolutely absolutely rely on coincidence for moving your characters from point A to point B and to giving them reasons and motivations to do anything because coincidence is the best tool a writer has at his or her disposal to telling a tight, concise, awesome story. You know. What? Oh, wait, it's the opposite. Yeah. You should never fucking do this. This is a terrible, terrible, out of left field, stupid choice. How in the fucking... And this is what I'm talking about. You see a scene and you're like... If I if if in this scene I as an audience member get taken out of the narrative because I go, Whoa, that's really weird. They just happen to find a guy that can get them out of this in the same prison as them. Why wasn't Justin Thoreau's character thrown in prison? That's fine. Hey, we can't find this guy. Why not? He's in prison. We gotta get ourselves thrown in prison so we can talk to this guy. That's a much smarter move. Instead, we have the characters just ping-ponging from location to location with no agency over their life at all because they just happen to happen by these things. It's I, I, so I, I also really don't like the forced commentary, although I enjoy what the commentary the is. Message, yeah. I, I enjoy what the messaging is of why she doesn't like this place. But when they first arrive there, she's like, "Oh, we have to go someplace that's the worst place." Well, he's like, "This it, place is beautiful. This place sucks." Yeah, and then they and then so they have that moment, and then there's the moment again on the balcony yeah. where they have to repeat the part. Let me repeat explain it again. because yeah. this theme is good. But yeah, the but but, it, but then the way great. the way Finn goes about it again is like, oh, "This place is beautiful." So why do you hate this place again for the audience yeah. one more time? And it's just, I but just also hate the way she's like, all of these people are terrible because they're rich. 
and they all are part of the military industrial complex. Except for that guy, he just had a successful startup that helped lots of people. That person has uh, started an organic panty company. That's all. Like they can't all be fucking. Organic you know what I mean? Painting company. They can't all be war people. Take, well, it's stupid. Take a closer oh. look, and there's that one little Jedi, future Jedi kid who like. Kind of gets brushed away by that one. It's just, I just, I get, I, yeah, I get that there's like the kids are being to- like sla- they're slaves on this, but like you can tell me but, everyone that comes to Vegas, like it's like saying everyone that goes to Vegas is bad. I'm like no, it's not true. It's just not true. A lot of you know? people. Also, I'll say this a lot of, sure a lot of people no. are, but some people just go on. Vac- what people just go on? Vac- they saved up, they went on vacation, they can't bite me. This Bites. this place looks. Uh, I, I do enjoy the design of everything, kind of going on in the environment and everything. But I I want to give a shout out to a few of the. The alien and costume design in this in this area because there there are two aliens that are just really fucking freaking. There's one dude with like giant black eyes, and then there is another dude who has this really terrifying looking face with his hair just super parted in the middle, almost like a. It's like so dog, creepy. Like he walks in front of the really camera, creepy. and I'm like, oh, my God, it scared me. Like He's like young Severus Snape. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so weird. creepy looking. But they, they do a great job of designing aliens and stuff. Uh, back over on the island, Ray continues to train herself with a bow staff and then finally remembers you can't cut through shit with one of those things. So she takes out Luke's old lightsaber and starts hacking at a rock. Uh, Luke watches as she does uh, what every pretty much every kid does the first time they held the lightsaber and just starts swinging that fucker around haphazardly with zero utter disregard for anything around you. And then, of course... She cuts the rock in half by accident, and it smashes down on one of the huts. And the weird fish nuns are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. We got to deal with these porgs. Another- now we got a big furry fucking dog eating the porgs, and they're pissed <laughs> off at each other. Another yeah. moment where like, I felt like the comedy was so, like, it didn't need what to be there. Movie? Yeah, like, Why what is your that? tone? Like, how cool would it have been if she had, like, it fallen and it broken some statue, and you see her, like, oh, shit in her face, and then... Then we cut back, and he's walking away because it's like, fuck, she's playing with toys. Uh, later that day, Luke gives her lesson uh, number I two. The legacy <laughs> of the <laughs> <Cool>. Jedi. <laughs> I'm glad. And he's like, four was awesome. Yeah. Uh, later that day, lesson number two, the legacy of the Jedi is failure. He tells her he began a training temple. But by the time he realized uh, he was no match for the darkness rising and Kylo Ren, it was too late. When he came to, and we see the scene where he came to, everything was burning. And Kylo had vanished with a handful of his students that we had hoped to God to see in this movie and it's going to be so weird to see them in the next movie because why why would they not be using the Knights of Ren from the get go it doesn't matter um let's see uh Leia blamed Snoke but it was Luke who had failed uh Kylo uh because he was Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight Jedi Master a legend I was like, oh, fuck, that's true. Like, that is a hard thing to live up to, right? Especially mm-hmm. when you fuck up. And she goes, you didn't fail, Kylo. Kylo failed you. Uh, and she's like, I won't. And he's like, well, I'm not telling you the whole story. Yeah. Because I kind of did. Anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, back at the fleet, ships starting to lose power. Uh, the medical frigate loses power and gets got. Uh, Poe looks out the window and hopes Finn and Rose hurry up. And then I assume <laughs> this has. And just, that is what Poe does. You know what I mean? This movie. <laughs> Our lead character of the movie just looks out a window and goes, <laughs> uh, hands are tied. Come on, guys. <laughs> and like, it's maybe almost I like I should have gone with them. I could have flown the ship around like while they were like, in the thing. Maybe the pilot should have. Maybe the pilot should have helped sneak them off the ship. Maybe the pilot should have done that, not the engineer or the the girl that checks the pipes. But also, you know I mean? again, they should have used the emergency escape pods and slowly be. Sending uh, everyone away. Uh, we'll move you know? on. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> but they're in jail for apparently parking illegally. Mm-hmm. Usually they in just jail. tow your car. For yeah, they get a ticket for that kind of yeah. thing. Joseph Gordon-Levitt told him not to do it. Whatever. Luckily, there's another code breaker in there with them, and it's Benicio Del Toro. And I actually, I, I mean, as much as I hate 
how they got here. Yep. I love Benicio Del Toro. I think he's fucking awesome. He, he's a great actor. I just feel like he went a little over the top of his character. <laughs> I don't I like it. it. I, I think it's cool. Uh, and he can get them anywhere. And then he takes out a fucking uh, packet of dentine ice and breaks them out of jail. And then luckily BB-8's there too because he got a bunch of coins stuffed in him earlier. And he ties up a bunch of people and starts shooting fucking coins all over the place. Like it's the first time he realizes Dude, he's got this a, is a coin And then clone shit, man. So bad. And I, then but also, I really hate when Benicio Del Toro walks up Sees all the soldiers on the ground and goes, "You did this to be? Yeah. It's just so cheesy." That's that's what I'm talking about. The overacting that, I, like, I just, I, I don't dig. Um, we also then, and I didn't realize that till watching it last night. Then BB88 or BB8 leaves with Benicio del Benicio Toro. Yeah. I Why would that, he do that? That's a very weird. So, <laughs> yeah. so they look down and they escape through a sewer hatch that's just in the middle of a random hallway. Cool. And then the next scene we see Finn and Rose, and they pop up in the stables. How the fuck did the other did they guy get, get separated? I don't understand how they get separated. It why seemed they like they should have gone with Benicio del Toro. Again, dumb. No, we thought this through because we were just because you know why? Because what we wanted to do was just get them to the stables yep. to see the animals mm-hmm. that were being tortured. Because there's so much injustice everywhere I look. Injustice. You know what we should do? Let out all the fucking horse kangaroos. That'll that'll show these rich people, and that'll turn a whole leaf and and be the spark that ignites the. Fu- Shut the fuck up. They're gonna go. Who cares? I'm they're, a billionaire. No, I don't give a fuck <laughs> if you let a horse out. But also, they're you think kinda... Donald fucking Trump cares if I go over and just fucking hack a horse's neck? He's gonna be like, cool, whatever, and probably jack off to it with his fucking God. Illuminati people. I yeah. don't uh, I, the I other just, thing is like really... so heavy-handed with this. Sorry, shit. These horses are gonna get caught after. Definitely. Like why? Or killed. They? What if one of the horses is like, no, they've shown me the way. I will no longer. <laughs> 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking completely asinine. Yeah. This is so asinine. <laughs> Jesus this, Christ. Yeah, this, I mean, this is literally this is literally just like uh, I don't, don't want to go too no, far. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I it's 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 so heavy-handed. G- it's this so along heavy-handed. with with Leia floating are the two like most unforgivable unforgivable things where you know, they they get off the horse and they're like, "Ah, oh, it, it felt good," you know, kind of uh, run a hole at least it's town. worth it. Or, what did he say but blow a hole through this town? I don't know what the fuck we really said. showed him yeah just like we did It was, and then she goes it was all worth it for this and they look down and they see the horse kangaroos just standing in the in the grass <laughs> and it's like I'd be like hey run run yeah <laughs> get out of here we just say we just yeah. almost okay but, uh, but, through but, all, but through all this their friends are about to die, die. in space yeah. yeah but and they're taking a moment it was to free horses it, it was worth it for letting them free and, and uh, kind of like ruining and, and but also also at that moment a fucking covert mission why the fuck would you waste time stampeding horses through all these billion? Like all these billionaires have security and shit. You could have gotten caught and then you're done. Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, but wait, wait, all- also one more thing. They thought they were gonna die at this, or at least get arrested they again at, at this moment. The, yeah. You know, it, and I felt like they were gonna die. And it's like, oh, this is, like she goes unbuckles and I said, no, now it's worth it. And it's like. You've just condemned all your friends. Yeah. Also, the so horse is going to get it. It was stupid. Uh, but before we get to that, of course, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the stable kids who are about. They go, they pop in. They go, oh, they're stable kids. And the kid's about to pop, ta- call a slave master. And she goes, don't. And then she shows her her secret resistance decoder ring. And the kid goes like this. What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, the kid knows. The kid's nah, like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, because a stable kid. Who has probably zero access to the entire galaxy but around him because he, he's a slave. Also, she's so far away from him, and that thing is so <laughs> tiny. He was probably like, "I don't what, what is I that? can't see what but you're showing." Also, there, there's and like, also, like if I don't other call you, I'm gonna get tortured. Why aren't they hitting the alert? Yeah, you know, they uh-huh. weren't stopped. But, but to, gets to super... the point, to the point of like that moment, because like the the showing the resistance ring, like while not executed well, I think that that's really cool in the sense that like at, at the end of the movie, we see these kids telling. 
the story of Luke standing in front of them, you know, the, all the ships getting attacked and not being touched. And it's like, this is like the, the spark of hope that they, they like, that keeps everyone going. So that's cool. I they were set, they they certainly attempted to set that yeah. up. Let's put it that way. Except one of the kids, also these stable kids, very very well put together, clean kids. For a bunch <laughs> of like, you know, the one kid's like they put a little, all they did they did the, the cardinal sin for me is they cast really pretty kids and then they just put like a little bit of a mark on his foot. It's a little bit of it, and then at the end he goes yippee. It's like oh no, not again. Don't say yippee. Don't do it. Don't yeah. fucking do it, bro. He says something very close to yippee though. And then he goes uh, go go go. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! And it's like. That little like this. It seems <laughs> <laughs> like don't do. I gotta do it. Tim. You cut to the Mandalorian <laughs> of the disintegration. Nick, if you do it, we lose the game. God damn, I gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> paint the walls. Just, hey, I hear you paint houses. Can hey, we disagree? Just like let's never show kids being excited in movies. It's just always bad. Yeah. Well, just, yeah listen, you can show a kid being excited in a movie. It's called Home Alone. And you just keep watching that fucking movie, okay? <laughs> Cast adults to be actors from now on. Uh, anyway, we talked about that. They free the fucking Cast things. They're about to get caught. To and then Benicio Del Toro comes and saves them with BB-8. And it's like, okay, cool. Is he flying? Oh, God. It was worth it to tear up that town. Make them make hurt. That's the line. Oh, I hate that line. I don't really, like, I'm not really angry about was any it of this movie it? except for that Was it worth it? Part. Was it worth the lives of 400 of your friends? To stampede through a fucking casino that'll just get rebuilt by droids and slave kids. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. Really, really bad. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's come back into the light. Benicio comes to pick them <laughs> up at a stolen ship. Where has he been? Uh, Luke goes up to his meditation rock and gets back in touch with the Force so he can call Leia. Uh, meanwhile, Ray slides back into Kylo's FMs, uh, but this time Kylo's. I'm digging it more and more every time. <laughs> she just caught him coming out of the shower, and he's like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting you." And she's like. God, why is your chest Dude, so wide? <laughs> this back and forth is like this you is put the one. A shirt on? Like I feel like the comedy in here is so good and like it it keeps with the tone of yeah, the movie. Right. Like, the comedy works Stop. to yeah. to back up the characters. Like yeah. that's when comedy should be implemented. Mm. Should, should we get a little bit of the rank of those abs? Oh, sure. Were they born, born in lives? Now it's time to rank those out. I'll say it's the 1940s, and Kylo Ren's pants are up to his nipples for no reason. We can't see his abs because they're covered by his pants. And why is, he why is he sweaty? <laughs> He's working out. He was working out. Did, like, did they, was there like a bow flex behind him that I didn't yeah. see? And he was just like, sorry, you just caught me. It would work out. You, you know what would have been funnier? It's just like, Kylo's at you. He's like, 991. <laughs> 992. 1,000. Oh, guys. Oh, hey, Ray. Points. What's up? What's up? Uh, anyway, they talk, and Kylo finally tells Ray what really happened. Luke tried to kill him, uh, but all that doesn't matter. Kylo tells her to let the past die. Kill it if you have to. And the scene is fucking awesome. Um, and then Ray decides to jump into the bad dark hole. Why does it have to be so hairy is the question that I put here. But I think we all <laughs> know the answer. Because maybe a long time ago in a galaxy far, far mm -hmm. away, it was 1974. But she gets and stuck. holes were hairy. <laughs> uh, I mean, she gets sucked in like so many of us she have falls before. In real hard. And then uh, down there, she sees a reflection of herself in the wall. When she touches it, she goes in, and, and the echo of herself stretches out through eternity, but not through eternity. It actually goes to a place uh, where she thinks she's going to see her parents. And when she goes, it doesn't show her anything. All it shows her is herself. I enjoyed this all a lot more the first time. Really? Oh, I enjoyed it so much more this time. She's never felt so alone. Luckily, she has Kylo. Yeah. And it isn't too late. She reaches out a hand to him, and he takes his glove off uh, and does the same. And they touch. And it's fucking cool. It's like weird and cool. And I'm like, so I don't understand hot. this, but I get it. it. Yeah. It's the Force, and the Force is pushing them together. That's cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, so, sorry, just to stop on this moment. I felt like 
what they were saying, it, like it, it, it further builds on of like the dark side doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but it, it won't have answers. But neither will the light, you know. Or it's like that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool. I just thing. didn't. I didn't, like the, the effect of her and all this stuff. It's like what? What's happening? It was like ASMR. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's a cool thing, but it's just like why? This is where I hope we get like because there's theories and stuff involved with this. Right, like you, you've heard the theories that like they just spend that money. Yeah, three hundred million. Right, I guess you're right. There, there's a theory that I heard that were um, that I read that were, were it basically was saying like this is the first hint that like that she is a clone, and that, like she's just one of many. We'll fucking yeah. see, man. But that's the thing because it's not made by a single director. It doesn't seem like it's been planned out that well. It's just like I hope that we get more of that, and that that wasn't just a glimpse at, at, at like pure dark side energy. But like a jealous dad, Luke interrupts and they fight. He's like, "Who is this boy in this room? Get out of here! Get out! Oh, no, not through the front door. You got to go the way where you came through the window." And the kid's like, "Okay." He's like, "Put your fucking shirt back Did on." You say a jealous dad? What? Why is the dad jealous, Nick? <laughs> anyway, they fight. <laughs> that is a good he's question. A, he's afraid of losing his daughter. Okay, not like in a sexual yeah. way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. maybe protective. I think is what you were going yeah, that, for. Yeah, that's it. It's, 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 I mean, it's to be fair, like step, that. Genre, like, can we call him a stepdad at least to make it the a genre little, is all over porn of. Again, stepdad, stepdad. Yeah. Uh, they fight, and man, this is. I love that he did this. Because Ray starts hacking on him, and he has zero fucking problem pairing these. This is uh, I, uh, obviously the biggest criticism of this movie is that Ray trains herself, right? And how could she have possibly picked up a lightsaber and beat Kylo? And it's like, then she goes against someone who actually knows what he's doing, and he has zero fucking problem. Just like, pop, 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 like flat, uh, just swatting her away like it ain't yeah. shit. Until she takes the lightsaber out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, and then just to defend Force Awakens a little, because I didn't get a chance to talk about it, Kylo was shot in the like, chest by like the heavy blaster. So like I feel like that made it a lot easier You're for making her excuses to, yeah. for Kylo over here. Dude. That's true. Uh, of course, I, and then uh, there's a cool little thing he does where she knocks him down. And he goes, right, right. And he, and he stops he himself, himself from falling. Ooh, and it's like, so, so cool. subtle where he's still looking at her. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think doesn't want her to realize that he's still back in touch with the Force. I don't know. But then when she, like, lets off, he, like, lets go and falls. It's a fucking cool little touch. Uh, he lets go and drops. And it's such a good, like, yeah. it's then, so cool to see a master, like, in control of the Force, like, y- doing these things. Uh, he tells her he looked into Ben's heart and saw all the horrible things that he would do. Snoke had already turned to him. Uh, in the moment of the weakness, Luke drew his lightsaber. But once that had passed... All he saw were the eyes of a frightened child and the consequences. He failed his student. I love that we saw the, the shot flashback. three times. Yeah. Like the flashback I thing. I mean, this moment for me was insanely powerful. Because yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. That makes a lot of sense. This mm-hmm. is why he would go into seclusion. Like, I, I buy this now. And, and like, I think Adam Driver did a great job when he's looking at him. It is like, he looks like a scared child. Yeah. And then he's like, Ben, boy, oh, he just fucking impl- explodes the entire hut. <laughs> what I, so cool. What I like most about like seeing the shot so many times it was the change of perspective each time and like I, at the end where we get like Luke's actual version of it it's like to me this is what hurts me the like one of the most like it hurts me the most is like I can't believe that after this Luke was like I'm going to cut myself yeah, off I agree. I'm going to move away this isn't the character that we've built over these years and it's just I think I think that seeing this scene mm-hmm. Again, if they had played it a little more subtly with the beginning stuff, seeing this and realizing that your nephew, like you were going to kill your nephew, mm-hmm. your sister's, like your blood, 
that might actually be enough for me to be like, I need to go away forever. Like I, I don't trust myself anymore. Whatever I thought was my priority has like whatever, like whatever clarity I thought I had in the force is clearly not there. I shouldn't be the one to teach people because I almost killed one of my students, which is like a cardinal sin. They'd be like a black belt in jujitsu. It's usually a bad thing. Like, <laughs> like a black belt in jujitsu, like breaking someone's arm just to prove a point. You're like, you no, know, everyone would get together. Like you can't teach people anymore. Like you're, you can't be trusted. This is people's lives that you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and like, like yeah, and, but and, he, and I thought he did such a good job of like that moment where he draws a lightsaber. You see the darkness in his eyes mm -hmm. and, he, and then he goes, oh, Fuck! What am yeah. I doing? Also, shout out to the fact that his hair was cut and he had the yeah. short beard. I was like, "Well, we see that like look ben. later, it's, and I you love look it." Like Kenobi, yeah, it's awesome. Um, uh, and also, uh, I, shout out to fucking Mark Hamill's just overall hair, like great he's got a hair, great still. head of hair, dude. Him and Harrison Ford really aged gracefully. Man, beautiful, really great. Yeah, yeah. good for you them. Le Leia aged gracefully. Oh, she did too. Yeah, I, I thought she. Yeah. No, no, but we're talking about like yeah, how much guy hair is there. As a you know, Obi Wan got a little bald. Whatever. We're gonna say. Alligators yeah, is a little, little thin up on top. Yeah, little thin up on top. I just, like, this to me is, like, the, the biggest problem that, that this movie has. Or I mean, Saga is going. Like, the, the, I, don't, I don't buy it. I, this doesn't seem like what Luke would have done. But I guess it is what he did, so... Uh, Ray wants him to come all uh, all things being equal she says wants him to come make things right but he says it's too late she thinks they're still good in Kyle still uh, he hasn't made his choice yet uh, even though he's killed a lot of fucking people and for some reason uh, for no reason whatsoever uh, just like his dad and all other villagers uh, in, in the movie before this but Luke still thinks this is all a bad idea after all we've been fighting the same war for like 60 fucking years and something uh, or, or something and they just keep making Death Stars nothing fucking changes I think I wrote all that I don't think that was actually in the movie uh, so Ray <laughs> Says, so Ray says, fuck it. Uh, guess Kylo's our only hope, and she bounces. Which I was like, oh, that's, that's tough. Uh, Luke tries to destroy the sacred text, but Yoda beats him to it. That library contains nothing the girl Ray doesn't already possess. And, and, and he's like, really? Then why did you have to train me? Well, I'm confused. Uh, Skywalker, still looking to the horizon. Never here now. Which is an Awesome. So, so awesome many lines Yoda has are just perfect. Really good. I thought Yoda was a little too cartoony in this, realistically speaking, but whatever. And, and their back and forth was a little like, okay, we're dipping into CW territory here, but anyway. There, what, there was one line that's like... He the, says, I was... You want me to go for tell it. Me. He says, I was weak, unwise, and she and he says, lost Ben Solo, you did. Lose Ray, you must not. And he goes, I can't be what she needs me to be. And he says, pass on what you have learned. Failure, most of all. The greatest teacher of failure is. Um... We are we are what they grow beyond. That's, that's what he says. Ah. We are what they grow beyond. That Goose is the bumps, true dude. burden. Ooh. That is the true burden of all. We are what they grow beyond, Grimmy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, it's I a little bit of a Chewbacca. In it. It's just, it's just I a watching this a second time. I'm like, wow, that is a really deep and fucking cool thing of like we we haven't seen before in Star Wars. Uh, Masters have always been like these. This, these like I'm gonna guide you through and even though I'm fucking with you a little bit I have I know the path and this is the first time we've learned that like no you should actually tell your student that you failed and she can learn from that and, and because she can learn from that she can be better than you which is what we want right for people that we're teaching we want that for our children we want that for our students we want them to grow beyond us I love and then all go this. teach other people so well I'm like done. what this a fucking good. cool thing but also Yoda's like this also she took all the books with her so I'm really yeah. not burning anything down yeah. Yoda Always one step ahead, mm -hmm. master chess player, mm -hmm. Tim. Mm -hmm. Master it, chess player. I, I, master chess I really player. liked also that like he was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, kind of thing, because it's like, oh, he's been cut off from the force, so he doesn't have access to these past masters. Do you think they all just hang out and have iced tea together? I Guys, really I'm coffee. I'm making coffee. Can you imagine how awesome it would be if she was trained by all these force ghosts? 
I do love the, uh, you know, uh, they weren't very easy reads, were they? What what was the line? Oh, he said page turners, they were not. Page turners, they were not. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Benicio wants a deposit on the job and asks for Rose Medallion, and she's like, fuck it. And Finn's like, you can't ask for that. That was her sister's. And we we assume, because we saw one shot of it. And then Rose is like, fine, give it to him, because I have zero conflict in the movie whatsoever. We're just going to get this done. Uh, then they have a really cool conversation about the military and catastrophe complex, and it's yet another really interesting concept that doesn't ever really come to fruition. Uh, Poe argues with Holdor uh, again when he's learning she's abandoning ship, and no one bothers to tell him that she has uh, she has a, a really plan, solid plan because uh, blindly following orders is what the resistance is all about. I just want you to understand that. She was like, you just need to follow my orders. And he's like, that's what stormtroopers do. I'm not a stormtrooper. Tell me what the fuck's going on. Uh, so Ray and Chewie split up. Ray heads to Kylo, and Chewie goes back to the Resistance. Benicio cloaks their ship, which is a really, really, really cool, handy technology that they should really have set up beforehand. Because cloaking technology in Star Wars is a big deal. Everyone, just throwing that out there. I really wish. Like, I, I really enjoyed his little like explanation of stuff. It, it, it's so kooky, and he's like, "Oh, and then we'll slit the thing in the shield and slide in." And it's like, "Oh, you're so fucking kooky. I love it." Uh. <laughs> And they sneak in. Uh, Poe takes over the ship with a very willing team of mutineers, I might add, uh, while Finn and Rose sneak aboard Snoke's ship. Kylo takes Ren to see Snoke uh, as she lands. They have a cool scene. Uh, she feels the conflict in him, and I love this because she's like, I can feel like it's it's that scene where he's where Vader's taking Luke to see Palpatine. He's like, I feel the conflict in you. And he's like, there ain't no conflict, man. You're fucking going down. This is how you do an elevator scene. Yeah. Uh, he will not bow before Snoke. Uh, he'll turn. She saw it. And he saw something, too. He saw who her parents were. And guess what? Fucking lie. Dunkers. Oh, she'll know in turn, actually, I think. Well, I guess he tells her later. Uh, anyway, Benicio uses Great dialogue. that yeah. Haitian smelt uh, from Rose to uh, break into the, the tracker room, and then he just gives it back to her. And you're like, oh, he's a good guy he's after all. Guy. The characters in this really don't fit the modern uh, uh, archetype of bad guys or good guys, which is disappointing because usually you just kind of seed out a couple subconscious elements to the audience that this guy's going to double cross him but this is a weird thing why would he give it back to her I don't know I guess he's good in this part and then he eventually decides to double cross him yeah he doesn't double cross him until they're caught because he was like oh we're going to be fucking dead I'd rather be dead and or be alive and have stuff and know that I fucked over the resistance but this but but all I, I think that whole turn I don't love it but I think it just speaks more to hey man this is war you know, like, there are no good or bad guys. We all look out for ourselves. Very true. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back over on the lead resistance ship, Holdor, uh, Hodor, Holdo kicks Holdo. over the dry ice machine, and everyone starts stunning fucking everyone. People get stun happy. And I'll tell you, Tim, Yeah. if Kevin and I had one of those stun guns, oh, Woo, we you. would shoot you with that thing every <laughs> so fucking often. day. Dude. It's how I would end my day. Oh, all right, guys, I'm going to go out. Instead of, like, a nut shot, yeah. <laughs> it's just a stun shot. It. Kevin's just like, okay. Stun me now. Stun what? me now. Why? No. Why? What? what the, oh, that's. Why? Oh, I thought you meant end your day like so you can fall asleep. No, I meant like as I'm leaving the office, I'd be like. Oh, that'd be dangerous. Mm. You can't stun yourself before you drive. Not me. Don't him. Be silly. Him. Don't be silly. Uh, the door to the bridge bursts open, and like Leia. Him so much. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Poe unlocks, locks himself onto the bridge, and they start cutting through. And uh, Poe hears over the loudspeaker that Phasma has captured Finn and Rose. So like, they go in and they do the thing. And as they come out, he can hear because he's in contact with Finn and Rose. And Phasma's like, "We've got you now." And you're like, "Oh, you're in this movie." Oh, hey, you're here. I, I did like the scene. Like it's comedy, but I think it worked. Of the what looks like a giant ship. Oh, <laughs> the, the iron. iron. Yeah, <laughs> that was another moment. Where it was like, what a cool thing for them to do. I don't think it belongs in this What a movie. cool thing for like the for the Family Guy Star Wars show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, it, it, so it felt like a show shot. Not, yeah, not for this movie. 
he's hearing all this stuff go down. And he's like, fuck, Finn and Rose failed. I've locked myself onto the bridge. They're cutting through right now. And as the door opens, he gets ready for battle. And who does he see? Leia. She's up and running. She's got a little bandage on. And she's also got a stunner. And she stunts his ass. Yeah. And she's like, "You, what did I tell you about mutiny? What did I tell you about this? I tell you, Paul. And then as they're loading Poe's unconscious body. Fucking hate this. Onto the transport. Leia and Lord Dern, Admiral Holdle, Holdle, Holdo, Holdo, look at each other and they go, man, this guy, he's really got it. We really like him. And Leia's like, I really like him too. Wait, don't we really love him? It's like, do you hate him? Like, what the fuck he is just this moment? Mutiny. Like, I think the punch that one's really hard to handle. I know. Death. Yeah, like. <laughs> This is just but dumb. It, also, if Leia was going to come back, why do we have this other character in this? Hey. All right, so they put him on the thing. Yeah, I really dislike that whole. He's like, a oh, troublemaker, like him. but you gotta love him. I know, that's right? Really like, I'm gonna that's why I keep him, him around. Like yeah, we're gonna ride his face later. Jesus Christ! Trigger happy. I, no, I, I, that was my fault. Having <laughs> kid up. I, that, I took. But it did seem like that, right? Like, yeah, it no, did she like, was definitely. It seemed like too like. Two yeah. team owners, two female team owners from baseball team. They're like, hey, bring on that fucking Brahma Bowl so Mama can have a go. Like, what the fuck is this scene? What is this scene? Brahma Bowl. Also, I don't care how much I respect someone. If you just tried rock. to mutiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you just tried to mutiny, you're fucking dead. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, totally dumb. Snoke gets, uh, Ray gets brought before Snoke, and Snoke tells Ray that he warned Kylo. Uh, Fuck, uh, that his powers rise to be equal. Oh, okay. So he's, this is a cool scene. That was another like, cool moment. I warned him that as his power rose, so too would it equal an opposite power, and that is you. Uh, he thought it would be Luke, but he was wrong. Uh, then, guess what? Snoke uh, was the one who made their cool FM connection. He was like, I'm the one that programmed your little deep DMs that you guys were having. And he stoked all the flames of confusion in Kylo also, which led Rey right into them. Now he wants... Skywalker, and he's prepared to torture for it. He like pulls her up and starts torturing her, and it's like fucking horrible. Uh, Poe wakes up on the transport ship, and Leia tells him all that of this whole time. Holdo had a plan all along, which was to use the smaller transport ships to sneak over to the planet crate, which has an abandoned, heavily armored rebel base on it. Luckily, and they're not tracking any of the small right. ships because they're so small. Look out the window! Look out the window! There's fucking fifteen of them. Luckily, the First Order isn't monitoring the smaller ships, so they should be able to sneak by unseen. How the fuck are we, the audience, expected to make this leap in logic that anyone would know on the, in the Rebel fleet that the First Order's not tracking transport ships, especially since the fucking first thing we see in a Star Wars movie is an escape pod. And two people go, hey, there's an escape pod going there. Should we blast it? No, there's no life forms on it. We know everything about this escape pod. Everything about this escape pod. <laughs> it can take life forms. <laughs> so how are we ex- – we're really expected to believe it's so that her stupid. master plan – was to take the transport ships off. When they, by the way, we'd seen all the transport ships coming off the planet, and the first order could see them then. Why can't they see them now? But again, super like, far away, dude. Like again, the lasers but, can't even penetrate the shield. But, which, by the way, I love that effect when the shield when the lasers <laughs> yeah, hit the shield and you see it go around. The, it's such a cool effect. But we see their view. We see how far away the ships. Small look. ships. <laughs> yeah, they're small. But like, small it boys. looks like Size debris. You don't like think debris. someone's job is to sit there and be like, "Hey, yep, they're still there." They haven't done some weird shit. There's, st- you know, like also there's only one ship left. There's only one big ship left, so no. all of your attention should be on 
the main cruiser because there's nothing left. At this point, all the other ships are gone. Yeah. We've just got this one ship. Oh, that medical frigate slowed down. Medical we were, frigate's gone. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you, so you figure this one dude is like this. This is my only job. Don't fuck this up. No. There is not anybody with that one job because why the fuck is Finn a goddamn janitor? And also on that first raid of the planet where he gets the bloody helmet. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody's multitasking, right? So you You think the guy that was in charge of watching the one resistance ship that's left. He was also also in charge. Yeah, <laughs> He's also, guys, I got to go fix well, the coffee I, machine. When, <laughs> when you go to attack someplace, you get all your guys together and you're like, hey, I get guns. Like, we, you know, like he's not just, what is the janitor, what is, what is a fighter doing when they're not like fighting? You know what I mean? He's cleaning up the bomb. Training, you know. Anyway, they're going to go down there and they're going to hold up not. until they you can get a message shoot? to their allies that are all scattered about the uh, the outer rim. Uh, why the fuck did they not send that message hours ago? I don't they know. They needed a big antenna. I, sure. Uh, right? Let's go to Scarif. I mean, you figure that you could have had a couple allies come while you were in this 15-hour jaunt of just driving straight. <laughs> jaunt. You know what I mean? Like, oh, guys, you know what we should do? Maybe 10 hours like ago? like a cross-country Call in a, a couple other ships to take out this 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 fleet of Star Destroyers. They're all Take here. them all out here. They're all here. Literally, the whole fleet's here. Anyway, uh, Holdo apparently was more interested in protecting the light than seeming like a hero. What the fuck does that mean? For what does it mean? That it's simply not accurate. Like, it, that doesn't work. You said it, so pe- hoping that people are just going to be like, all right, cool. No! It's no. a hero move. She made the sacrifice. Play. What would have been better is she goes, he, she didn't trust you because you were a fucking petulant child. So that's why she didn't tell you. And guess what? Her suspicions were correct because you mutinied. So, like, But he maybe, mutinied for a good reason. Well, I know that. But, like, you know? <laughs> but I mean, this, this, like, this idea that this character the entire time was acting like an evil piece of shit because she was being altruistic does not work. Those mm-hmm. two don't that that didn't doesn't that's match not up. set up. It doesn't match up whatsoever. The character is so so dumb and should never have been put in this movie. But guess what? We give her a good bon voyage in a couple seconds here uh, because awesome. as she's being boarded, <laughs> Vice Admiral goes, "I can't board the ship. Somebody has to stay here and pilot the cruiser." We know these ships have autopilot. We know, like at least the X wing has autopilot. Remember when yeah. fucking C uh, RTD two like, no, is like, "Oh, do you want autopilot to take over?" He's like, "No, I'm gonna drive manually." Or what? What the fuck? Go like this. Hey, C three PO, been a good run, baby. We need, <laughs> we need you to stay here. Oh, sir, I don't think this is a good idea. Well, guess what? You're a fucking droid. I'm gonna mig weld your foot to the ground, and you're gonna steer this ship over to that other ship, or just off. In, oh, by the way, off in the other direction. Steer over there. So but it's can, not the hero play. It's you know, no. She's my not chance at survival is zero point zero point. We, I know that's yeah, why. That's the point. Yeah. We're fucking sick of your shit. <laughs> uh, Rose and Finn get brought before Hux, and it turns out Benicio double crossed them. He cut a deal, but with what? He told them about the fleet's plan, and wouldn't you know it? They ran a decloaking scan and discovered thirty troop transports headed for Crate. Okay, so they were cloaked. So they were cloaked. Why didn't you say that? They did. Did they say that beforehand? Yes. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say again. Why are you not running this decloaking scan all the time if you know that ships can cloak? It Where did ships the, cloak? It fucks up the internet. So they, they oh, to, yeah. I see. Yeah. So I guess the ships yeah, were cloaked. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the ships that were leaving the planet originally could cloak. <laughs> they could have cloaked. It's like when we would stream and try to upload at the same time. Uh, And how come only the smaller ships can cloak? Can the bigger ships not cloak? Who? What is the cloaking technology? In Star Trek, cloaking played a very, very interesting role every time it was introduced. It was a 
terrifying technology that only the enemies had. And it was really cool because the Alliance said, this shit should be outlawed because it's so powerful. Because if you can cloak and sneak up on other ships, you can decimate people. Star Trek Discovery, cloaking played a big part in that. In this, it's it's a throwaway line of, well, the ships were cloaked. Okay. Uh, how do we explain other poor writing decisions here? Is there another <laughs> trope that we can use or another another device we can use to explain how fucking terrible the end of this movie is? Uh, I don't know. How about teleportation? Ah, I don't think we can go that far. Because that's Star Trek. How about time travel? We'll see. We'll see in the we'll, next we'll one. We'll see. Teleportation, no. Uh, but teleportation, force projection. Yes. Let's hey. do it. We can't do that. Why are these physical? Still they're not. We'll talk no, about it later. Just, we'll no. talk about it. Because they, they have the force. All right. So the ships were cloaked. <laughs> they cloaked themselves. Oh. They right. Re- really quick. Re- really quick with all your guys complaining. Arvel in the chat has a good quote from Empire Strikes Back. Where the Millennium Falcon is being chased by these Star Destroyers. And then uh, it suddenly just disappears. They're yeah. like, it's gone. Because they know it can't uh, go into a hyperspace. Right. And the literal quote is, no ship that size has a cloaking device. So they have set up before of like it's probably okay. only. Are you I saying, apologize are you, to everyone. Wait, are you saying in that line they're saying small ships don't have cloaking devices? Is that they what you're say saying? No ship that size has a cloaking device. So Long. what size of ship? Yeah. So I guess it's just the how middle much ones. bigger is yeah. So the, so the big ships can't have them. The small ones can't have them. But the ones that are just that big, it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter. Nick. But great save, dude. Breathe. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Uh, Forget let's everything you know, man. Well, did that tell, just I have 15 paragraphs about lamenting about cloaking technology. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's move beyond it. Anyway, uh, <sighs> they start firing on the transport ships, and Holder tells them to keep going to the planet, which makes no sense either. Well, I mean, they can't at that point. They can't back up. Sure, can they go any other direction? Because you think going I mean, in a beeline to a planet would then put you on that planet, and then you'd be stuck on that planet. There are like seven ships. Go off in the other direction. But I, I do these ships not I'm have hyperspace ga- capability? I'm just guessing that so. they don't have hyperdrives. Yeah, I don't. So think, they don't, yeah. but the smaller ships do. I don't know. The X-wings I don't have know. These things aren't. We explained. know the X-wings have hyperdrives. Like you got to choose. You, know? you got to have either the hyperdrive or, or cloak. The cloak. Guys, we we can only have one. It's, Which it's opposite technologies. Oh, I really want to use my perk points toward something. Yeah. But they do have a decloaking device. I feel like that's an asterisk they should add in there. Like, also, I'm gonna be honest with you. (laughs) If I were running the first order, I'd be like, always. What did I tell you, Tim? What did I tell you? Always run the decloaking scan. Run it every ten minutes. Is it it system intensive? Fine. Run that scan every ten minutes. We're in space. They can't get that far. Run it every hour. You know. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, they start firing on the ships, uh, and Holo doesn't keep going to the planet. Ray gives up Luke's location. Uh, then Snoke shows her the Resistance troops are being torn apart one by one. He's got a little cool-looking glass, which is weird, and I like it. Uh, Ray grabs Kylo's it's a lightsaber. very weird thing, yeah, I felt but it's like cool. It, it reminded me a lot of the the, the other-looking yeah. glass they have later, or in the... Return. Return. Thank you. Ray grabs uh, Kylo's lightsaber and she attempts to strike him down in anger. Uh, he's like, "Hey, you have the spirit of a true Jedi, uh, so you have to die." And you're like, "Does she have the true Jedi? The Jedi gets angry? I can't remember. It's all so convoluted." Yeah, no, uh, Snoke. Like a Sith no, thing. I think that yeah. was just him talking shit. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I Snoke. do like that he hits her in the back of the head yeah, with, with, the, with, her, with the, the lightsaber. She tries to grab it, bang, just ping pongs it off. Right? No, you're so far behind. Snoke senses that Kylo is no longer conflicted. He knows what he has to do. He ignites the lightsaber and kills his true enemy. Snoke just cuts him right through the gut. And it's 
kind of dumb, but I kind of love this. I, is it so, dumb? I love. I think no, this is all fantastic. I, I, no, I, I hate all the dialogue leading up to it. I think it's a little too choreographed and and obvious where. She points her uh, lightsaber at her true enemy. Definitely not me, though. I'm not the one. She's pointing at it. He's pointing it at her. Not me. I, I thought that was cool. I like that he has the conflict in him has mm. solidified. He mm. no longer has conflict. He knows what he has to do. And because of that, Snoke gets a sense that he's like, oh, he's got a good true purpose in time. But he just, Kylo's just tricking him somehow. I, I like it. Yeah. No, I love I all of that it. Kinda I think that kind of works. Th- like, three less lines from but Snoke would have been cool. I guess. But it's just <laughs> I, the fact that Snoke didn't know. I don't know. I, I it just bums me I'll out say that it Snoke's works. gone. Final decision. Like I really I Good call. I really like Snoke. Uh everything that we saw. Like I wanted to see more. And it's just like, all right, cool. He's just another one of these characters. He's another like, Phasma. Uh, yeah, that doesn't have a back. He's another Boba Fett. I don't I don't care what? about back, so I just like uh, But I wanna know. I, more. I want him to Guess what, I wish he was a big evil no guy. No time to talk, because shit is getting real. They all start fighting, and it kind of looks like the guys in the red don't know how to use their weapons at all, but it doesn't matter. No, they're so good. No, they fight some more of that at all, man. Like, no, no, no. no, the, no, no, no the very first scene, the guys are like, what? Oh, I don't know what's it. And then they start fighting, and then they start twirling around. It looks cool. It's just one a couple shots where I'm like, that shit, those should not have made the edit. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like this fight is awesome. I think this Everything about it. All like of this the is incredible. That's so good. I, think I, the, I there's love. The, there's the breakdown video that everyone talks about. Absolutely, you can do that video for any scene in any Star Wars movie, and it's going to be equally stupid. I I remember I remember watching the scene in the theaters, thinking this is fucking awesome, and then I saw that breakdown video, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Then I watched the scene again, and it's six months later, I'm like, oh, no, guys, awesome. still fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A when, good scene. when when I forget what gets cut off, I think one of the blades gets cut off and hits the. It's very subtle. It just hits the yeah. thing, mm-hmm. and then through the rest of the scene, the entire environment gets gets uh, it burns apart, and then you see the battle. Waging outside. It's very cool. It's so fucking rad. I'm like, oh, that's a really good touch. This is a really well done scene. We get a cool ass lightsaber scene. Really? And I was like, oh, hey. (laughs) Although I want to point out, first time, and until fucking Arvel Crynight or whoever in the chat wants to correct me, (laughs) uh, that a an armor that someone wore actually did something. Yeah. They did it. You get one clap for that. At one point, like he hits him with lightsaber, yeah. and just, yeah. comes off. I was like, "Oh, that's very job, useful yeah. armor." Yeah. I thought that was a cool touch. I'm like, "Oh, you actually have to beat these people smartly," and they do, and they work together. I love the chain scene. It would have been funny dragging though. the train. Yeah. Well, because at yeah. first I was really like, cool. "Wait, how is that not burning?" And then they show a lightsaber striking it, and you're like, "Oh, they have better armor, yeah. I guess, than stormtroopers because this shit can't cut but through." And that's why they have to like run them through at the soft parts, just like the Dark Knight, where he's like, uh, he "Morgan Freeman." Morgan Freeman has that one that one line where he's like. Yeah, a slash is fine, but a direct thing. I'm like, Morgan, can you define that for me? Because that, that that was very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Bullets, fine. It'll bullets, fine, but a knife. knife. Yeah, because it's in between the seams. What yeah. if the bullet hits in between the seams, Morgan Freeman? Oh, we it's haven't thought about that. No, it's, it's not sharp. But how's a bullet stop? It? <laughs> it's about direct impact. You know, they've got this tech, this stuff. It's a oolog. No, no, no. Oolog material. I think it's what it's called. So it's a non. No, it's a non-Newtonian part. So. It when you put force on it, it actually compacts. Oh, I know. I, know. I know something else that does yeah. that. What? I don't no. know. I don't know. Stop! Stop! We don't <laughs> yeah. want to know. We don't, we don't want to know. <laughs> ah, anyway, so they take out everyone. Cool scenes. We got the thing where he gets in the fucking face. The one where she drops it and does the the fucking Hell Winter yeah. Soldier. Yeah. yeah. And that's all cool. Uh, and then they kill everyone. And she looks out and she goes, "Cool, we're all good. Thanks for helping me. Ta- Let's call the off the, the attack." And he's like, "Now, it's time to let old things die." We can so rule good. together, bring a new order to the galaxy. And and she goes, wow, that's a really cool and unique concept. But I think I'll pass. 
And then they both reach for the lightsaber together. And Dude. they get somehow pushed apart, even though they're trying to pull toward each other, which is not how the physics work, it but it's matter. a cool visual. Nah, it's Dragon Ball it's Z, cool man. Visual. If we're both pulling a rope... They're both shooting. Energy. If we're both yeah, pulling a rope, we're going to get close to each other. So... Opposites attract. I... Shit. I, I, this is the moment where it's like, man, it oh, would have been... Also where he tells her parents they were that her parents were in no space. Way. No one can hear you breathe. I, I wish that, like, if she had been like, you know, you're right. And gone up to him and been like, let's let's make something new. Like I feel like that would have been taking Star Wars into a radically different way. I don't think they, I don't like, think that, that would have had the praise that like it got that this movie got for being so different. I, I, the only the unfortunate part is that you can't do that with this character because you Kylo's can. been so bad that there's he there's no redemption for him. He has to die. I think that there's gonna be a redemption. He for has him. to die, or else the audience would be like, well, what's the lesson we're learning here? There's too many. That little- you can be a complete and total maniacal fucking monster but at the very end do one good deed and you're okay unless he winds up uh, you're in jail you're talking about Darth Vader yeah but he dies Darth Vader dies so there's that a one good man and lives one, on as a force ghost there's the one act of redemption and Luke goes I knew it you had and you did one good thing and that was good but it didn't mm-hmm. if he that's why they had to kill him if he had gone on and lived people would have been like dude we gotta put this guy in jail otherwise what the what the that makes no sense so Kylo the way they've set him up the entire these last two movies, it's unfortunate they they couldn't do that. He needed to be a much more sympathetic character to actually have them come together as a but team. But is that just because he killed his dad? And I know that that's a big deal. But like, is that <laughs> I, I, don't I, kill your dad? We don't condone it. But okay? like, is, that's it. Like, what, uh, like the dad, the villagers, the people he's tortured, all the all of the resistance people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's killed thousands of people at this point yeah, personally. But like so many of these other people have too. Like think of all the yeah, but we haven't seen. But when like, you have a bad guy that murder, murder yeah. is the cardinal sin in mm-hmm. writing. Okay, if you murder someone in cold blood, you are an irredeemable character. Unless you have, unless you're Game of Thrones and you ha- you have three or four seasons to turn the audience back to Jamie Lannister. You know what I mean? Like he's God, a perfect example of how you do that. But even episodes. then, but even then, there are still characters that in the world that want him fucking dead. Yeah. Right. Even then, you're oh, you're Jamie Lannister. I, you're in front of this castle. I want you fucking dead. You know, I'm 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 in Winterfell. I'm a fucking uh, who the fuck are they? John Snow's people. The Stark. I'm a Stark. You're fucking dead. You see what I'm saying? Like, no matter how good of a writer you are, the, the second a character creates this much atrocity in the world, yeah. they gotta go. They're irredeemable. I, I, this yeah. was never gonna happen to begin with. It, it, was it never, never was. I think because at the end of the day, it is still part of the Skywalker saga, and it is still a Disney Star Wars. Not to say that like, I, I, I don't even think if Disney owned them, we'd. I think we'd still have this where. There's a lot of little girls out there dressing like Ray, and she is uh, th- sure. Yeah, there's finally a female, uh, like awesome again, figure going in back, Star Wars. Going back to my original, my, my criticism about five and a half hours ago, this movie is exactly the same movie as it as all the ones that came yeah. before. We 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 veered off down a side road, took a detour, and then came right back onto yeah, the same the highway. And so much back. of that is bad, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. My thing, though, is I, I I get what you're saying, Nick, about the he's irredeemable. That's what the next movie's for, though, is dealing with the ramifications of that. We'll How see. awesome would it yeah. be if they did team up, and then it's like the next movie's dealing with that and right. her realizing he's irredeemable. I mean, it's... I mean, that could have been Or cool. him that sacrificing very cool. himself cool. Like, been cool. as his redemption in some bigger way to stop... He has to decide, like, threat. if you want redemption for Kylo, he has to he has to absolve himself of the sin of killing his dad by sacrificing himself. That's what he has to do. Otherwise, audiences are going to go, uh, mm-hmm. eh. yeah, it's like, like, like Arnold yeah. in remember, a remember when, uh, A perfect example is when Statham gets invited to the barbecue. <laughs> you're like, 100%. But you yeah. still killed Han. That is, that is a you see what I'm saying? Why'd you call him? Perfect <laughs> way to put it. You still killed Han. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what happens... 
You killed my fucking friend. They both killed Han. Someone killed Andy. Killed you. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, well, that's true. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, let's let's keep going because we're getting long with you here. Let's see. Uh, Holdo watches She's as still here. <laughs> all of the transports get wiped out one by one and then goes, oh, I have a good idea. Why did you stay on the ship if you weren't going to sacrifice yourself? She finally, oh, oh, you know what I should do? I should sacrifice myself. What the fuck are you doing on this ship to begin with? Anyway, decides to point her ship. All of this is awesome. At Snoke. So, yeah, all of it. No. And awesome, then, but like also awesome. the Look ramifications it. of it are upsetting to me personally. If. Okay. Ramifications of what? So let's let's talk like about the what, po- like, let's, let's, why, talk, yeah. let's talk about the positives first. She points the ship at there, and as they're watching from the transport ship, all hope is lost. This thing's picking us off one by one. She makes the choice to sacrifice herself, pushes the button to hyperspeed, and then cuts through the fuck Snoke's big ass ship and like every a, other ship war- and all the ships. The concussion of which just blow apart, and like a warm knife through butter just cuts right through. And the sound design in this is so is fucking genius. cool because it's silent. And it's a great choice. But, but the I visual also love, but, like, is the visual stunning. is so good. The lead so up to good. it, I, I really enjoy uh, oh, Hux and everybody away. on the ship going oh, like, freaking out. fucking turn around. Like, we got to get it. Like, I love their panic. Like, oh, their acting is so great. It's, and it's yeah. screaming in silence where you see Poe like, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming in silence in movies, good stuff. It is. Like, so, floating people in video games, great stuff. So yeah. the reason why, <laughs> and we'll get into this right now. We got to get into it. The reason why this breaks stuff is because... To me, if I were if I were in this, I'd have been like, "Wait, we can do that? Why didn't we take the medical frigate five hours ago and do that?" Would have been smart. Instead or, of just letting the ship get destroyed, if we can do this, if this is a technology at our disposal, maybe take all the cloak device off of the smaller ones. I don't know. We'll do something with the cloak device because they're here too. Point one of the ships that's about to die. Use the last little bit of fuel and point it at the fucking dreadnought and kill it with that. This doesn't make any sense, Andy from the press pool. All of these people are not Holdo. Like, Holdo, they've already, like, again, you know, they gave us a line that she was kind of a, a cool person in one of the, the fucking War of 1812 So she's the only person that understands that a ship can collide with another ship by She's just smarter. I mean, that's how she got to her position. She's a, she's a general. She's got a Cool, I buy that, but then, but then she just came up with the idea at the last second. Like, that was her plan the whole time. Was it the plan the whole time? Desperation. Huh? I think in a moment of desperation, you know. But yeah. then, what was her plan? Being alone on the ship. Yeah, well, her plan was to drift off till it ran out of fuel, and then get shot down by the thing. Her be the target. Yeah. Why did she need to be on the ship for that? No idea. No fucking clue. Like that's this, it's, it's space. Yeah. It's weird. She needed to be on the ship for that so that she could come turn the ship around and hyperdrive into them. That's bad writing. Absolutely. Also, you know what I really, but, really hated in this whole thing? Like, I love all of this, right? Uh, I, I love the whole action and the, every, the visuals. Everything is like so well made. Um, but when it does happen and everybody's looking back at this awesome fucking thing that everybody just witnessed, there's like a guy in the background behind, <laughs> there's a guy in the background behind, uh, Leia and, uh, Poe after they're looking at this incredible visual, this fucking thing that light speeded through a giant, uh, ship. And there's a guy like shaking another dude's hand. I was like, look outside the window. <laughs> like, apparently no one's ever done this before. Yeah. You might want to look at it. Just like, yeah, this is like a volcano it. going <laughs> off for the first time. Like, whoa, what the fuck was that? I, I have, I have heard people say that like, oh, well, it was the only ship big enough to do that. So it, cool. it, it could have only been that ship. It's like, cool. Then evacuate everyone from that ship, put them on the small transports and do that to begin with. Mm-hmm. Cause that, Destroyed so many of their ships. I mean, that really crippled them. Crippled them. And if and you had Snoke's five other ships, there. you could have just turned around and been like, "Okay, now we're right? going to take them yeah, out." Yeah, exactly. Or it's... then jump into hyperdrive because they don't know this, but you know, only the lead ship is monitoring the 
they're tracking them. Oh yeah, we which talked is about like that, which is like dumb. Such a dumb That's thing. Another dumb. That's Why wouldn't every ship be tracking them? Oh, I, I, I need to rescind my my prior comment. It, it, Hux doesn't look turn around. He turns around and says, "Everybody, fire on that ship." Yeah, I got the line. Yeah, 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 so no, you got it. Um, so there's a lot of just interesting lead questions that come up yeah. from her doing oh, that, wait, but the visual was cool. Sorry, so cool. and all that care, all that matters is visual. So let's just go. There is one more thing that I want to say. In the Force Awakens, we find out that they can hyperdrive through force fields. That doesn't matter. They that can was a pop, dumb choice also. They can pop in. A, okay. It was a dumb choice. but And now we know that you can use a ship as a weapon to crash into stuff. So I feel like now there's no threats because they could always just hyperdrive into a ship and use it to collide in the center of it. And boom. Done. Every, like they've now... Like yeah, the secret weapon. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like that. That what I. That's what I feel breaks this. Like what's so universe breaking about this? Where it's like these are a small that band of be rebels. The main yeah, now. yeah. It's like yeah. It also, works. Let's, let's, let's put it this way: if like something traveling at light speed, it doesn't have to be big to make an impact that's cataclysmic for a planet. Let's put it that way. Like uh, the what the the, the what, how big was the asteroid that that I guess it was a set of Texas. Mm-hmm. That destroyed the dinosaurs. How big was that fucking thing? Oh, uh, I believe it, I believe it was Texas. <laughs> I guess that's pretty big. I guess that's pretty big. <laughs> I love you so much, Nick. Asking the, the question, how big was the thing that took well, what, out what the I, What I'm saying is I like anyone would know. How long is the Golden Gate Bridge? <laughs> well, no, a lot of people know how big it was because it was. They yeah. they liken it to being they, the size of Texas. I, I think that that's right. So like that took out a planet, right? And this thing's not Arizona. the size of a fucking planet. It's like a line so from a ship, Armageddon, basically, right? yeah. to put it in scale, what I'm trying to say is like something traveling at light speed, the size of a car, could probably take out that ship very, very easily. Because light speed's very, very fast. Oh, isn't Texas the movie Armageddon? It may be. Fuck yeah. It doesn't matter. Are we talking about Armageddon in a review now? No. Let's go. Woo. They only made one. Thanks. No, thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. They're fighting over Luke, Sky- uh, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, but it breaks into and explodes, knocking them both apart. Again, symbolism here. What are we supposed to be thinking here? Because are we breaking the lightsaber, the symbol of the Jedi? We're breaking it in two. So this is like a break from the history of this, but we're not because she's chosen the light side. I don't know. This is more of like us, like we're supposed to be, like this is the end of Anakin. And I think that's, or not Anakin, uh, Luke. And I think that that's more what the message is. Yeah, but symbolically, like when you break something that's like the, 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 the symbol of good. You're breaking you. That's a departure from something. But and this uh, is like, well, I'm also, I think it's also set up for what happens later when we have Ghost Luke there with that same lightsaber. Why do we have Ghost Luke? What? Or not Ghost Luke, but like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. uh, anyway, Sorry. despite having. Uh, There's so many different terms. Let's see. We're at two hours and 20 minutes here. Yeah, How are we doing? yeah that's no, really no, bad. bad. That's not uh, Anyway, long. despite having a ship cut through, uh, they're on. Rose, Finn, and Phasma survive. So everything's fine. Apparently, this dude that dude Everyone else understand. is fucking Everyone dead. else is dead. Except Rose, Finn, and Phasma, they, and like five Benicio stormtroopers. Benicio Del Toro made it out? No. Probably. I really hope he did. Uh, luckily, BBA <laughs> knows how to pilot an ATST <laughs> and makes all over. short yeah, work like of him. the remaining stormtroopers. But Finn has to have it out with Phasma one last time because everything's been building up to this moment. Just like when Luke watched Vader kill his mentor, and then after training real hard, lost to Vader in the duel. And then after finally completing his training, he overcame Vader physically, but realized that the true battle lies within himself. So he chooses death over giving up to the dark side, thus compel- completing his incredibly well-paced and validating character arc. But no, he just fights Phasma again and beats her fucking ass. Your expectations no have been subverted. Some fucking and burden. And then she falls into a pit of fire. A fire. So Never just so everyone cool. knows, like, yeah, she's not coming back. Or yeah. is she? Who knows? I don't know. Because yeah. she was on Starkiller Base and hey, somehow hey, fucking there's got a tie in comic up. that gives you the answers to that. I'm sure there's an episode of The Clone War that no one watched. That what an absolute how waste all of this Gwendolyn Christie. Exactly. Like, gosh. 
Luckily, she was like, thank God they stuck the landing with Game of Thrones and no one's pissed at me for that. He beats her with all of these. Anyway, Kylo force chokes, hucks into submission and the First Order starts attacking the base. I, I do like that scene where he's like, who's the Supreme? He's like, I am bitch. He's like, oh, okay, fuck. I'm, okay. Yeah. Just in case you thought there was going to be any like... Any question about this? I can force choke you, and he's like, "All right, you're fine." I didn't really f- super understand those those lines of dialogue. Was, Snoke is dead. Long live Snoke! Like, no, no, no. Supreme Long leader. live the. They called him the Supreme, Supreme leader. leader. Oh, okay. so he was then calling uh, what's his Kylo. Face? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right. The first, uh, so they go into this base and they shut themselves in, and the first order lands a battering ram, and they decide this. All this is weird too, because it's like you don't. You have Star Destroyers. What's even Point weird? the Star Destroyers at the base and start shooting at the... Fu- we already saw you do that once. Like, why would you need a land, a ground force to destroy one base? For just There's no shield it, around this yeah. planet. And then Hoth had a shield generator on the base. We didn't see that here. They, start firing at it. They had to do and that. Why did you so land that... 400 miles away from this thing? <laughs> what, I what you I, can't get a little closer? <laughs> what I think is weird... Well, I, I like the shot is Leia standing there with the, the, the jacket over it, which is such a cool looking sh- uh, shot and her being like oh they're coming close the gates why wouldn't you have the gates closed I it worked out that that was uh, Poe and Rose or not Poe Finn and Rose that were coming through but like they thought that was an enemy approaching yeah, that's weird. why did they have the doors open so they land and thank god and guess what he's like we do get a great moment where he's like Finn Rose where's my droid and BB-8 rolls yeah. out, and then he just rubs that fucking droid. Yeah, he rubs the droid. And it's like, yeah. If I were, like, I'll put it this like, way. Nick? What's it like, uh, Oscar? Great take. Let's try. We got it. Lick we got lips. two really good takes. Let's try one where you don't sexually assault the droid. <laughs> Can we try that? Can we try one where you don't get <laughs> the droid like, erect? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> sorry, man. I only have one speed. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I All do. Right. I, I do want to say you, though that like why the uh, why the ship probably didn't fire on the base is because uh, it's not a great decision. But they do set up the word of like it's heavily armored, and they, they kept did. they keep throwing out that word yeah, to show you that know like what has the biggest guns of all Big the spaceship. giant city sized spaceship. Yeah. No. 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 Well, well, I guess they did. Star I guess Trek. they did set up the, the Death Dreadnought. Star Tech is on the bottom. Oh, is that what they did? They the say that was Death yeah, Star Tech. Yeah, they said okay, Death Star I missed Tech. That yeah. Great. Can you and not they did, they shoot did, that from space? They no, they did set up that the dreadnought. Because the Death Star shot that from space. So they did set up that the dreadnought was the one that shoots the base. That's when they called it in, and the dreadnought got destroyed. So mm-hmm. technically, maybe okay. they didn't have a cannon big enough to penetrate the armor. All by that. Anyway, they're down but there. Shoot all the ships. Also, and just wait. if you're out of ba- like Tim, let me let me paint, let me paint a little picture for Please. you. Right? You're coming to work one day, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's early in the morning. Right. You look over, and there's these cute little terrifying white snow monsters that are staring at you. Do you let them monster? in your base? I'm like, get these fucking things out of here. They're going to kill us. Those crystal foxes? They're cute. They are cute. They're terrifying. Like, but they're also terrifying. Yeah. But I'm scared of small dogs. You think they have like ice rabies? Yes. Oh, for sure they got yeah. ice well, rabies. I think it's salt rabies. rabies. Crystal rabies? Because yeah, right. it's not yeah, ice. It's not it's ice. Salt rabies. It's not ice. Mm. Remember he goes, he goes Mineral salt. <laughs> you know, he just blows through. Oh like, uh, space no, it's cocaine. <laughs> get it, get it. Uh, all right, so. Is that Ryan Johnson that said that? They shut the thing. No, it's a. No, no, it was, it was uh, uh, Garrett Edwards. Garrett, yeah. that's what I meant. That's what as I they meant. lined up. So the first orders come with the battery ram. Uh, they decide to cut the, the, shut the things. Uh, they send a message to the allies out there, and they got it was, but they got to buy some time so that they, the allies, who if anyone answers, can get there. So uh, they come up with the idea: we're going to take these old mining speeders uh, and, a, and a single line of troops who are assuming to be pretty easy to target, and we're going to go fight this thing. Uh, then, thankfully. The Millennium Falcon is there. Falcon is there. Uh, one ship versus forty seems fine. The, they hate that ship, man. They hate that ship. Send all the fighters after the Millennium Falcon to destroy that ship. Doctors hate this ship. <laughs> uh, the also, cannon- it's like Ray's on there. How did 
did Ray get on there? I have no idea. Uh, Where did they rendezvous to get Ray on that ship? Snoke's private ship over the Millennium Falcon. Maybe maybe taking two ships would have been good because two ships in a battle is better than one, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Well, you need a gunner, so. It's true. Would have been cool to see C-3PO on there. Or maybe a C three again. Another thing. How awesome would how crazy would have been if C three PO had to pilot that ship into the other ship, and that was his like bon voyage. That would have been amazing. We're gonna see him like be a symbiont with the other ship. It didn't matter. Uh, The cannon charges and Poe, I guess, having learned his lesson, calls his fleet off. He's like, so they're they're going toward this thing, and he's like, that thing, it's charging. We got, you know, I've grown as a character. This is my character growth. We're gonna call the fleet off, and then Finn's like, no, dude, we gotta like this, this is it. If someone doesn't sacrifice themselves for this. Then we'll all die. So I'm going to keep going toward this, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Do those ships have weapons on them? No, right? I don't know what their what plan was, their was plan? here. So you're going to take some old broke ass mining ships like it's AT-ATs? Cool, AT like it looks fucking cool. It looks yeah. so especially cool, especially when they have to study themselves and they make the tracks. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of cool. Anyway, so he takes it's it and really he's like, cool. "He's like, <laughs> I have sacrificed myself for my friends. This is a very powerful moment. I am so far ahead of everyone else that surely." With the physics of this situation dictate that no one could possibly outrun me. And then Rose comes out of fucking nowhere ahead of him and smashes into him, killing them both. Yeah. They the both end. died in this wreck. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Good riddance. Metal was impaled into their bodies. Yeah. And then he runs over to her and he goes, Why did you do that? And she goes, Because we're not going to win this war by killing the things we hate. We're going to win it by saving the things we love. And he looks her. Dumbass in the eyes and goes, <laughs> That's what I was just gonna fucking do, you moron. And as he says that, He's it. He's as he says that, the giant cannon that he was moments away from taking out blows a fucking hole in the door and kills all of his friends. At which point I would have been like this Come here, I'm gonna show you this thing called the rear naked choke. <laughs> go to sleep, you dumbass. And then, go to sleep, you fucking dumbass. Go to sleep, go to sleep. And then they kiss. Yeah, they do. No, she, she kisses him and he goes, yo, you can't do that. And it's 2020. It's 2019. Yeah, like, ask permission. Right now. Ask permission. You did not get my consent for that. She and then ridiculous. she fake dies. Uh, and then he drags <laughs> her like seven miles. Voice, dude. He drags her ass like so far back. So I'm like, far how back. slow are these ATST walkers <laughs> that he can outrun them with another body? Well, no, the ATST walkers stop. ATATs. AT-AT, excuse me. Uh, AT- gonna, oh, what about the big, one? what about the big ones with the uh, knuckles? Aren't they ACTs now? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because they have like holes in them or yeah, something, right? Yeah, so, because they're, they're combat. They're AT-ATs. I don't yeah. care. The tall uh, ones, though. The tall ones are ad-ats. bigger. And they have, yeah, the, they have the fists. Those are the, I believe those are the AT-ATs now. Uh, anyway, that, combat. all of these people did absolutely nothing. That solved nothing. And Kylo tells Hux to advance. No quarter, no... Oh, no, ACACTs. No signal. Inside the base, the distress signal was received, but guess what? There's no response. The galaxy has lost right. all hope. The spark is out. Remember when Hodor said that? Guess what? The spark's gone. Then, motherfucker. Mother goddamn Like a goddamn fucker. Zippo lighter. <laughs> Luke Skywalker shows up. Yes. And I... Hate a lot of parts. I hate most of this movie. Mm, mm. I love some of this movie. There's I about like a, I, I wanted to say a hate. minute and a half right here. That one. There's music cues that start, and the music just starts some ramping of the best up. Stuff. They have their dialogue, and as he fucking walks out with the shots, and he you see him against dice. it. All of that is fucking perfect. It's so good. And again, here's where the comedy just works so well to like relieve the tension a little bit. It was like, oh, I know what you're thinking. My hair is different. It's like, ah, oh. that's good. Look at them. Look at them. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I gotta go he, kill your son. Yeah, he goes. <laughs> he came yeah. to face Kylo, but he can't save him. Save him, and Leia knows her son is gone. He uh, and then he goes. No one's ever really gone. 
Oh, which I God. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Little hint of the future trailer. Yeah, yeah, which I was I didn't catch before. Yeah. I caught it on the trailer. I was like, oh, that's a really cool line that they must have had him record for this. I didn't realize it was echoed from Last I, Jedi. What's I also love that it works so well as a Carrie Fisher tribute. Yeah. yeah. No one's ever yeah. So good. Uh, then he gives her the dice, and she clutches them in his hand. And, he, and it's like, these are definitely real. Yeah. And she's like, wow. My nipples are hard right uh, now. And then she didn't say that. Right? He walks out no. <laughs> to literally face down the entire first order with his laser sword, God. which I fucking love. Because he has that line earlier. Was like, what do you want to do? To face down, walk out and face down the entire first order with my laser sword. And that's exactly what this motherfucker is <sighs> going to do right now. And then you're like, did he cut his hair? Is one of those fish yeah. nuns a barber? He also, good. he looks good. He looks real good. Well, sponsored younger. by Just for Men. Exactly. Well, yeah. one of the details is that he purposely makes himself look, look like the like, like the last yep. time he saw Kylo yep. to Love get it. more of a rise out of Kylo. And Kylo sees it and says, "Everyone, fire on that man!" And they start firing, and it's one of those scenes where he's like. Nah, just keep going, keep firing. Yeah, I love that. More. I, I love. It. I yeah. love. I and so I love uh, Hux being like, "That's enough," and. Ignored, and then he takes Boom. controls. And no, 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 that's later. No, that's later. Because he's like, "That's enough," and they stop. And then the smoke clears, and who do we fucking see? Not only who do we see, but he goes like this. Just brushes the dirt uh, off his shoulder. I don't like. I don't that. like that either. To what? me, that's Ryan Johnson too smart for his own good shit. Where it's just like, that's just fucking weird. It feels like like that's just not something you that that character would do. I 100% agree, but fucking I love it. Is it. Cool. I it is love cool. It is cool. It's so cool. I see both sides. And then what, what do we get? It's like one of the only things I don't like in this, Ky- so, yeah, in this whole series. Okay, uh, this scene. Or the, this sequence. whole like, series sequence. of events. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to move it forward. Yeah, like, Kylo walks out. Kylo's like, fuck, I got to go face him. Kylo walks out to face Luke. and then Wait, Poe- no, Hold on, hold on. You're skipping a part that I love mm. is where Hux is like, no, that's fucking dumb. Let's not do that. And he just... Fucking throws Hux like a small fucking rag doll against the wall, and Hux is just down. Is he out? We'll see you next time. Yeah. Do you feel like Hux at some point, like later, like calls his mom? He's like, "That's it. I'm done. I'm done." A hundred percent. So mean to me at work. He's so mean. Okay. <laughs> Hux for sure woke up and cried for like this an hour and a half. <laughs> sucks. And all yeah. I want to do is make out with him. Wait, and, and, then, they, and then they somehow got away. Yeah, that's him waking up two hours from now. Uh, yeah, he's that would be, that would be <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, oh my god, my boss never listens to me. Poe figures out that Luke is stalling, so they can survive. Uh, they have to find a. There's, but there's got to be a natural exit out of this cave. C3PO tries to tell him the odds, but Poe shuts him up and he goes, "Listen, you smell that? Where are the crystal dolls? Dogs? They're all gone. They know the way out. There's got to be a way out of this fucking place." So uh, when Poe, but of, unfortunately, when Poe and the gang reach the exit, they find it blocked off by a bunch of rocks, which I like also because he goes. The force is not all about moving rocks and shit. And she's like, "Oh, yeah. the force is about moving rocks." That's interesting. Again, I I like that, but I wish that she didn't echo it with uh, when she comes out of the Millennium Falcon. She's like, "Oh, moving rocks." Yeah, and it's like, well, wait, actually, a little heavy. Yeah, I, I, actually, I thought it was fair, funny, but loses the message a little. That's bit. That's true, I, I guess. Because when you think about it, you're like, "Wait, he just told her like the force is more than this," and then she just told the audience that the force mm-hmm. is more than that. And it's sad because that is like like. The bastard criticism of this whole fucking thing is that you thought it was going to be different, but it's not. It's just more of the same. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. But I'm a sucker for callbacks. What can I say? Oh, man, we're so close to the runtime of the movie. That's fine. We're almost done. Uh, they start, let's see, back in the battlefield, Luke and Kylo start fighting, but Luke evades all the uh, attacks instead of engaging. And he says, I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. And then he says, when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi. And he said, every word you just said is wrong. The rebellion is reborn. The war is just beginning, and I will not be the last Jedi. Uh, out back, Ray is moving all the rocks I love so the, our friends can go free. Mm-hmm. I love the back and forth, though, really, really quick to just, 
I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> it's yeah. such a weird. You fucking and you didn't bother, it, man. He's awesome. You didn't bother calling me or <laughs> FMing me or any of this shit, bro. You know I got all of the social medias. FM me, dude. FM me, dog. Yeah. No. Uh, what? No. We got to go. We, we got to be done. Time. We gotta go. This what is... a close call. What a close call. And no one told me you were doing solo. Right after the last Jedi, I tell you, this solo movie is no good. Because we're going it's long. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, yeah. we're still doing the same movie, uh, Wano. This is not helping. <laughs> we're still in the last <laughs> Jedi, yeah. <laughs> Two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. About last Jedi, the movie everyone hates. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, thanks, Wano. I didn't expect a second appearance. Yeah, really. no, no, no. Really surprised he by him. He head. almost hit his head on the it's light. It's like yeah. eating more bad ice cream. We're like, why am I eating this? Why? <laughs> it wasn't good the first time. Uh, let's see. Kylo threatens to destroy Ray and Luke. All of it. Luke hangs up his lightsaber. He goes, "No, strike me down in anger, and I'll always be with you, just like your father." And Kylo runs him through. Like, he doesn't just get beat. Runs him through with the saber, and then realizes that the blade is just going right through, and he's been duped. And then back on arc, uh, arch toe, Luke is still on his meditation rock, and he's trying real hard, <laughs> not really trying hard to push that that little sea pickle out of his butt. And then Kylo realizes he's been duped. He says, "See you what? around, kid," and nope, then disappears. Nope. See you around, kid. So and then no. the stress, yeah. the stress of projecting yourself across the galaxy, really took it out of Luke. And he looks down at the rocks of the sunset and just like keels over. And I do like on. that he sees Tatooine, although it, I don't think it makes any sense because he did not like Tatooine. That's where he came from. Well, it's the it's the two sons of like when he first looked at it, he was looking f- towards his adventure. I understand. And this I, is like him looking back at like, all right, I've I have I, closure. yeah, his journey's closing. I did yeah. my job. Very I powerful guess. stuff. Yeah. It looks cool. Great. I am sorry. People can like it, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I hate that he had the blue lightsaber, and I hate that he dies and forced powers like this. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's really... Why? I, I, I'm okay with I, him projecting himself. Yeah. Why did he need to die? Yeah. Sure, there's the line earlier in the movie that's just like... Like, oh, that's really hard. Or like, that would kill you or whatever. Cool. Well, then that's just what happened. Well, also, if it's like if that. it's that stressful to project yourself across the galaxy, maybe take the X-Wing over and just do it from the backyard. You know what I mean? Or do it like from inside. Park, it park like a mile matter. away and then do it from there so yeah. you can actually keep saving it, your friends. But why does he yeah. have the blue saber? Why is it not his saber? Why? I don't know. Good question. I don't know it's why it's fucking blue. weird, man. I feel like that's Ryan Johnson just being I like, everyone wanted to see Luke with his fucking green lightsaber. No. Fuck you, Tim Gettys. No, Fuck you. But I, I mean, Ryan Johnson, I like you. Please. No, and he's just like, I'm going to stomp on your ass. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how that works. What was the line about the sea pickle out of his no, ass? No, what was no, that no, no. Let's, let's walk away from Come that. <laughs> let's walk. It's a sea cucumber that's been pickled. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we've, officially, we've officially passed the uh, the movie title. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost done. We're almost done. Three more minutes. Uh, let's see. The stress of projectors. He realizes back on crate, Ray and Leia feel... What's about to happen uh, as the sun sets, Luke disappears and his robe flies off into the wind. Uh, back in the base, Kylo finds the dice Luke gave to Leia. He looks through the force one final time to see Rey. Uh, she looks back at him and then she sh- literally shut and figuratively shuts the door on him. Uh, when he looks back down to the dice, they disappear in his hand. Everything, Why? all hope is lost. Could he touch them? Who knows? That shit uh, doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. Like with I the can he touch, can he not touch? I, all of this shit was introduced in this movie. So it's like, that's fine. We don't know what the rules I, are because. They're telling us now. I just, I it it sucks that Star Wars is like, hey, we, we have no rules. We'll make everything. We'll up just on the fly. But it's, like, but it's every like, element we want. I'm just okay so we with can the get dice in the same way that I that we, we. Why do we not like the dice, but we do like that water is on Kylo Ren? True. 
I think it works sure, better there. Sure, yeah. And this is this is a little weird. I I just think that like it the the him not like him being a ghost, you know, like not being able to be touched worked so well with the like oh look at how he's fighting, look at the way he's dodging. So cool. No no red track marks being left under his feet. Yeah, oh, yeah so rad. But then it's like with the physical diet, like I just why did he have to touch them? I wish that he, he wouldn't had just have to. That's, that's them. a good point. And another, when he went to touch them, another perfect example. You're right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look at them, and as you go to touch, and they disappear. Yeah, that, that would, would have been a much so more cool. powerful thing to do. But whatever. Uh, okay, back on the Falcon. Uh, let's. See. Oh, excuse me. Oh, uh, Back on the Falcon. Everyone is super happy to see each other. It's a little party. We po, made it. Poe finally meets Ray because we realized they've never met before, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Like really? Okay, yeah, I guess that works. Um, I mean, they didn't need this because I would have just assumed at some point they kind of crossed paths. Well, no, this movie literally starts where the last one ended. Like we saw what happened, where it's just like she got on the Falcon and left. Yeah, I guess that's true. But like, did they not like, meet at that base at some point? Because they had time between the day, the time that the the the, the answer is no. The Star or Death Star yeah. was destroyed. Yeah. Like I just would have, I didn't need this as an audience member because I just would have assumed that at some point she'd be like, "Oh, you're the one that Finn keeps talking about. We, I gotta go, Big Lou, but nice to meet you." We needed this because, like, damn, the sexual tension. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, again, Oscar Isaac. Anywhere, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac can't do anything without seeming like he wants to fuck. He could be talking to a light pole, and I'd get it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. The fun, th- hey, I'm fun, gonna... fun story. This is uh, may the facts be with you about my life. Wow, we you still know, have some. You know the the uh, like the the Kevin Bacon like six degrees Kevin Bacon shit. Mm-hmm. I know not my friends, but on two separate sides, my friends' friends have fucked Oscar Isaac. I have two wow. separate friends. Is who it as have good as it looks like it's gonna be? Oscar Isaac. Can I smell them? Is there still? <laughs> oh, they, they probably showered by now. God, Nick. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have showered then. No, I no, would yeah, never have watched that part off. That could have been forever. Yeah, get that 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 new news thing. Uh, okay, so everyone's happy. Finn, okay. uh, <laughs> Finn, uh, I guess Rose survived unfortunately, and Finn goes to look. <laughs> Goes to look for a blanket, and when he opens the drawer, he spots the sacred Jedi text that Ray jacked from the Jedi tree. Uh, and then Ray and uh, uh, Leia share a nice moment. They both felt Luke die, uh, but not with sadness or pain, with peace and purpose. Uh, she looks down at her hands and sees that she's carrying the two pieces of Luke's Skywalker. They're just shards. They've been destroyed. And she says, how do we rebuild a rebellion from this? And Leia places her hand over Ray's and says, we have everything we need. And we watch as the uh, as the Falcon and what's left right now, of the Resistance fly through hyperspace toward the new future, one filled with hope. The end. Oh wait, it's not the end. Should have been the end, but instead we need to see that there's hope. So where do we go? Back to Canto Bites to see a bunch of kids who are like one of them's got a little Dakota ring, and when the slave comes in and says you guys, and they're talking about Luke Skywalker and. Doing the thing and what happened? Yeah, fucking news, news got back fast. to them, I guess. And Travels then the kid fast. looks down. He has a little Dakota ring. And then the slave owner comes in and says, "Get the fuck back to work. What am I not paying you kids for?" <laughs> and the kid goes out and as he walks out of the door, reaches over and force grabs his own broom and then looks out into the stars as he sees a blue shooting star go across. And he holds the broom like it's a lightsaber. And that's the end. I don't actually hate elements it. Elements of this I actually I, love. Yeah, I, I like do that. think I that like the lightsaber it. thing's yeah. bad. It's like there's elements of it. The storytelling of Luke is fucking phenomenal. And the uh, the idea that like, hey, like the force is out there. You don't need to be a Jedi. It also. reminds me of C-3PO telling all the Ewoks a story. Like, with the yeah. yeah, but I like, I, I like that. I, Sorry, it's, my again, shoes got hooked together. <laughs> it was really what scary for a second. What happens when you wear second. two shoes made completely of Velcro? Uh, is that what's happening, Nick? Look at know. my shoes. What are they made of? Is that Velcro? <laughs> Both untied. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> they just got hooked together. I, right now, it was 
very it scary. It's two thirty p.m., <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah, let's rank this fucking. I have thing. stuff to do. Let's fucking hold on. Let's do a little haiku in review. So I got in the middle. That's right. I'm not poetic. No, we need to friend. Haikus don't need to ride. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> fucking you prank. can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your haiku in review form. Fuck, I did it again. Uh, Tensa <laughs> says, enjoyed the first part. Fell off in the third act because of bad screen green screening. What? What? I think he's talking about another movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's in the middle of it. He right, said cool. that on, Great. He Sorry said that yesterday. Enjoy. Seven yeah, syllables fine. in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Alec B says, excellent film. First time Luke was ever three-dimensional. Fight me, IRL. And then he also says, but also don't on fragile. Uh, Ignacio Ross says, one of, the, one of its problems is they tried to make Star Wars more comedic. That doesn't end well. I feel like nah. Star Wars has always been plenty comedic. Yeah, yeah it's good funny moments. It works. Um, you want to do this one, Andy? Which one? Monty Joe. <laughs> Despite the film's flaws, we are what they grew me on. The best line it is. There we go. It's mm, good. It's a good line. Pretty good. good. That was good. I like that. Mm. Uh, now it's time Creamy. to rank <laughs> Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Is it? Or is it time to rank dun, the dun, villain? Dun, 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 Ragu. Ragu. What's up, guys? My name is Andy, and we're here to rank all the villains in the Star Wars universe. And interesting little tidbit, guys. Mm. Uh, I got a new phone, and I have not logged into the Ragu Bagu oh, kids no. Twitter account. And so I, I'm not fully sure. Um, I haven't tweeted anything out in a while. Sure. But the list is as follows. At the bottom, I'm just going bottom to top, all right? Okay. Dooku, Jango, and Anakin, and CG Lucas from Attack of the Clones. Sidious and Vader from Revenge of the Sith, uh, Mal and Pal- Maul and Palpatine from Phantom Menace, Darth Vader and uh, General Tarkin from New Hope, Kylo and the First Order from Force Awakens, Krennic from Rogue One, Vader's Choking Hand from Empire, and Boba Fett and uh, Palpatine from Return of the Jedi Art sitting at number one right now. Where do we think? Well, I think first off, S- who's the we bad need guy? To define. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the Snoke, bad guy? right? Kylo and Snoke. Kylo and Snoke, Is Kylo? I believe. Yeah. yeah, by the end of it, absolutely. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> they're they're fucked. Like, Kyle, uh, Snoke is really fucking cool. I wish we had gotten more. But that's it. It looks like that's the end of Snoke. Like, so, so Kylo and this uh, just kind of reminds me of one of my favorite villains of all time, and that is uh, fucking Breaking Bad. What's his fucking face? J- Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, Gus Fring? Gus Fring. Gus he just Fring. reminds me of Gus Fring a lot, because he's, he? he's somebody that is a, an evil asshole, but at this point, you're starting to see why he's become that, and you're starting to see what led him down that path. Mm. Uh, but he's not but, like and, but there's even parts ca- where you root for him. Like you're rooting for him in that in that throne scene, and it's really cool. I like the bad guys in this movie. Yeah, oh, me too. I, like I think the fir- they're fa- like the first order, just in general. Yeah, I think I they're like great. Them. I'll put him under Krennic. Put him under Krennic at Rogue again? One. Uh, he's at number three, so we're gonna put at number four. Let me take a little peek. Let me take a little peek there, we're gonna put at number four. Over Kylo and the Force. Yeah, sure. We'll put uh, <laughs> Kylo and Snoke from. I put smoke, so that's just what it autocorrected to. From Return of the Jedi. Or, uh, no, Last Jedi. All right, now it's time (laughs) to rank the Star Wars universe. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Number two, A New Hope. Number three, The Force Awakens. Number four, Rogue One. Number five, Return of the Jedi. Number six, Revenge of the Sith. Number seven, The Phantom Menace. Number eight, Attack of the Motherfucking Clones. Where do we want to put this? Right below Return of the Jedi. 100%. Anybody that would argue that this movie is worse than the prequels is somebody that I don't even want to talk to. 
Oh, I don't. I don't. Like, th- I think this movie is way better than any. I, I think. That, no, go ahead. You to... know what? I want you to walk up to Yusuf Magid, our friend, look him in the face, yeah. and I dare you to tell him that. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. Because he's sexy. He's a lot of shirt off. We've pictures. said way worse things about his opinions in movies to his face. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that what this this does to lore is real bad, but it is a better movie overall. Like as a movie, movie. Yeah. Than, I mean, than the prequels, any of the prequels. For me, the high, like the highs of this movie. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, 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 it's okay. Uh, for me, the highs of this movie are are there's a lot of really great things in this movie, uh, and unfortunately, a lot of really bad things in my opinion in this movie. But I can't tell you that this movie is boring, and I can't tell you that I wasn't enthralled in certain moments of this. But I can say that a lot of the, a lot of the prequels are just flat out like snore fests, and why like you just at, at least. I don't know. I, I, at least the action in this is great, and at least that there there have some compelling themes that I think were were decently explored, albeit not backed up by the actual plot. Yeah. I I want to add one last thing that like personally, like I feel like story wise, I think I like Revenge of the Sith more for like the 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 you crazy what, what it's doing to like the the overall lore of You're Star crazy, Wars, Captain. and I think that like. I'm just. I hope that nine is good. I hope that nine is good and that I enjoy it. You know what? I I, I will kind of. I won't disagree with you, Kevin. I think Revenge of the Sith has a cooler story, mm-hmm. but everything else is just yep. fucking god awful. It's a so bad. It, I wouldn't even put movie. it within a goddamn ten foot pole of this movie. Uh, yeah, like, I think the the part of me really. I don't know. Like I'm feeling kind of crazy and horny right now. I think and, I'm right there with you. And I want to put this above Rogue One. Oh my God! I'm oh, fuck no. you! No, yeah, no, I'm wrong. sorry. You need to go. I, I'm horny right now. Is yeah. the thing, Andy? I love your horniness. I'm just horny right now. Guys. What's up, oh, dude? No, yeah. Thank you. See, I, I'm a little less horny. Like I, I have a, a semi chub going <laughs> right okay. now, right. where it's like, I'm not gonna vote it above Return of the Jedi. Thank because, fucking Christ. Because to, to me, though, and like just being critical <sighs> yeah, and watching these movies week to week to week, it's like I. I'm really, really paying attention to them, and Return of the Jedi was my favorite going into this, and now look how low it is. Return of the Jedi has the best moment in all of Star Wars, which is the end. Yeah. The end mm-hmm. is fucking awesome, sure. It also has a lot of other stuff that I did not vibe with and I did not like, and it had a lot of issues that I would also put with Last Jedi. Mm. So it's like, to be fair, of like, I think yeah, but you like what? plot issues. You don't like the Tarzan scream. Okay, I get it. No, but it's not the Tarzan scream. It's the stuff of just like, why did they separate the characters for so long and like not give And where like each character went didn't really make sense. There's for no their, second yeah. act in the movie that's, at all. But, but the thing and is, this, this like, does they that separate. Also. Yeah, this movie I, absolutely does. And it does it that's badly. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But let it finish. I'm going to let it finish. I want to let it finish. But I feel like with The Last Jedi, it has. So many moments that I think are fucking incredibly awesome, uh, including the Luke walking out to, to face them, including the, the Poe Dameron beginning scene of him in the X-Wing and maneuvering and all that stuff. There's so many cool stuff. All of the Kylo and Rey stuff, I think, is 10 out of 10 Star Wars. Fantastic. But I don't think that those things add up to equaling what's as awesome as the end of Return of the Jedi. So I still put it under Return of the Jedi. But I wanted to say that I at least had a thought. Mm. Fair, where are you at? Um, I'm not trying to convince people one way or another. I just know that I really love this movie. Um, for a lot of reasons that you guys feel of just the, the, the themes in this one really grabbed me. I, I like, I really loved what they did with Luke. I think that was a very, what he went through in the past is a very human moment, um, that 
leads to his redemption arc, I would say, uh, that I think is pulled off really well in this movie. Um, I, I like what Ray and Kylo kind of go through because for me, this movie is the like they're everybody is at a crossroads. This is the crossroads movie, uh, and it's all uh, about Britney Spears. I was like, How dare you, sir? <laughs> Don't bring in Britney. Um, and like, how, like, what's the next path we choose to be on? And like, yes, there is the kind of moment where like there could be something new from here on out where they decide to neither be Sith or Jedi, they just go off and start something new, but. I think it was to show that uh, for Ray and Kylo, like, yeah, there was a chance, but that's not who we are to the core of who we are as people, you know, and I, I really enjoyed that for them. Uh, funny enough, I actually like Finn's arc more than uh, Poe's arc in this one. Uh, rewatching again, it's like a lot of the pin oh, and Holdo. What was Finn's arc, though? Uh, Finn Zark was actually deciding to stand for something. Like everybody, so I think you mean every his arc from the first movie. He doesn't have that arc from the first. He movie. Totally does. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have I an arc wa- in this movie. <laughs> he does not. Neither does Poe. I actually Poe has an arc. I'm sorry. He and Rose. The things they do in this are non. I mean, he's literally the same person at the beginning as he is at the end. But so also Poe's po- no, arc is such bullshit. Where at the end, it's like, oh, see, no, po- she didn't L- L- care L- about L- being. Sorry, L- 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 I apologize. I apologize. Sorry, sorry. The Continue. reason I like Finn's arc because yeah, it's like uh, Rose. I like as a character. I think a lot of her dialogue is terrible. Like, um, but like I liked the whole at the end of Force Awakens. Finn doesn't have like the defining like I'm. Fighting for a side, he even goes. He, but he, he does admit, though. No, he when admits he, when he, he leaves Maskinata's castle, right? He admits when he goes to Skywalker Base or uh, Star Killer Base that he's not even helping the rebels. He is just there to get Ray, and it's not until uh, um, uh, Han Solo is like, "No, we have to do this. People are expecting us," and he's just like, "All right, well, fine. We'll we'll just do that." But his last action was still just to protect someone close to him, not to like side with a greater good. That's what his arc in this movie was but for he, me, at least, and it worked for me at least okay. because of he had two kind of again the crossroads where uh, Rose is like very much of like rebellion and we're we're fighting for good and then um uh benicio del toro's uh character is more of the roguish of like kind of what we what he thinks of himself and he realizes like no this guy and how he acts is like terrible and when he comes to that decision of like oh i i can't be like that and i can't be like someone who's just looking out for himself he is then faced with a character who is also very much for their side, and that is Captain Phasma. Do I think it's all done perfectly? No. I think there are, are there are problems, but I really liked what they did for him. Poe's arc, I think, is an absolute mess. I, again, I do think there are some cool sides to learning of like how to be a leader and stuff, but then at the end, the leader kind of takes his advice and gets into a ship and blows something up. There, There's something cool there about two generations teaching each other of the balance of leadership and uh, the necessity to actually take action. Uh, but I, I think that was actually the messiest part of the movie. Anyway, yeah. I really, really like this movie. For me personally, uh, I would put it at number three. I know, again, I'm not trying to convince oh. anybody. Any, and you don't need to judge me on that. Like, that's just, Star Wars is what we want to make of it. Star Wars, we're, it's so big that we're allowed to have our own feelings and thoughts towards it. And Aaron, I'm not going to judge you, dude. This fucking, this, this cast of goons around me put Incredible Hulk over Thor. All right, guys? Right? Come it's, on. It's a better I, movie. 
that, but that's the, that's just I understand the problems people have with it. <clears throat> There's I was just in the right place in time when I saw it, and it just I it got its hooks into me. Um, I, I like that we don't really have questions for it at the end because I think that's what Force Awakens actually. Like I think that's a big failure on Force Awakens' part is that there are too many questions at the end that were set up, and now there's just like they had two more movies to answer those questions. I I feel like that's, th- no, that's how the, you make no, a trilogy. No, no, but here's how you make a trilogy: you ask those questions, are you knowing the answers? Which you unfortunately, I don't think Abrams had the answers for that. I, like, uh, definitely not. He definitely did not. Uh, so you have anyway, to imagine. Uh, actually, maybe meeting. he did, but we know for a fact that Ryan threw all the, the script out of the window and decided to write his own. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's where the film grabs me. That's where I would put it. But I know that I'm not going to convince a lot of people there. I just want it at least above the fucking uh, prequels because those are not good movies. I still like them. They're just not nearly as well made as this George movie. George Lucas is a terrible director. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. um, I, I, I mean, to, to kind of echo that last sentence, like sentiment, there's so... like we, The shots screen. alone in this movie... Or make it worth more than the the yeah, the, the prequels. The, prequels. Yeah. The, the cinematography alone in this movie makes it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I don't love the editing, and I think a lot of the direction is is piss poor, and, and a lot of the plot points. Again, I've lamented on that enough. But you cannot deny those movies fucking gorgeous. And it gorgeous. uses a lot of my favorite thing, which is practical sets and practical props, and that alone makes it leaps and bounds about above the best people, in my opinion. Yeah. Who thinks it's better than Revenge of the Sith? Raise your hand. Everyone raise their hand. Who thinks it's better than Return of the Jedi? Raise your hand. Andy and Barrett, raise their hand. The new ranking of the Star Wars Cinematic Universe. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Number two, New Hope. Number three, The Force Awakens. Number four, Rogue One. Number five, Return of the Jedi. Number six, The Last Jedi. Number seven, Revenge of the Sith. Number eight, The Phantom Menace. Number nine, Attack of the Clones. Ladies and gentlemen, we will return this Friday with Mandalorian Chapter 5 for Star Wars in Review. And then next Tuesday. Maybe I'll be there. Yeah, maybe you're always there maybe. in spirit. I, I, no, <laughs> you were there. We, we talked to you. Uh, I was there. Yeah. I was totally there. Yeah. And then uh, next Tuesday, Force we're doing <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story. I wonder where that's going to land in this. Wait, the is only Solo movie I Disney haven't Plus? re-seen. Me neither. Uh, no, no, it's on Netflix. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I tried well, you have Netflix. Saw. Yeah, but I, I mean, I watch it better on Disney Plus. Until next time. Fucking man, just go and do it, dude.